Here at the Canadian Pyrocast, love everyone and everything on Earth. But we also believe that everyone and everything should be mocked, lampooned, satired, parodied, and poked on at, because that's a quality. This program is not for children or the easily offended. We trust your judgment. Our backs are sore from sailing all day. So what I was saying is that I met a talking dog that said it was a dark god, but I ignored that to go kill some witches in a cave. Really? Mm hmm Were you on drugs? <laughs> no, no, I was I was well rested. Well, I've I've only slept like I only slept like five hours in about a hundred days, but it's fine. Other than that, welcome to the Canadian Pirate Cast. I am your host, Captain Beckham Kid. Hey, I'm Gummy Bear. What's up, Quartermaster <laughs> Gummy Bear? Uh, this is episode twenty, Canadian Pirate Cast, July, June, and July, twenty twenty two. Up till July twenty third. Yes, hello, and you know, it's um summer, and the crew is wild right now. Yes, summer fever. Life is wild. Drinking hard blue vile organic rum, <laughs> all those things. It's it's a good time. So for the cold open, let's try to get through this. Uh, bam, bam, bam. I've got things to say too. Not to undermine uh, events, but unfortunately, a lot of shit has happened in two months. In, so uh, much. Different countries. So, much so uh, first thing, let's start with something light. The FBI tried to launch a child app for for photo storage. So it's like, hey, parents, you want to store your kids' photos safely? Put it on this FBI app. What the fuck? It's been launched and all that. So if you if you want to really weird and stupid. If you think your kid's gonna be a uh, a future federal federal criminal, get on it early. <laughs> Help out. Just give your kids photos to the narcs. You know, the people that protect pedophiles. The people that were aware of Jeffrey Epstein and his doings and did nothing. Give them your pictures of your kitties. Relevant. Oh my god, so relevant. Uh, I thought that was just funny. That was a funny thing. Let's go to the, let's go to the crazy shit. Sri Lanka had a shit show. Uh, the Prez, the Prez had to step down. You don't down. hear about Sri Lanka that often. <laughs> yeah, no you don't. Where, where is Sri Lanka? Gummy bear? I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in India, but I'm, I'm not even... Can you Google that really quickly? Because I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in India, but I'm not even super confident about that anymore. Did but you say that to embarrass me? I said that because it's... I'm just... It's... Every, while everyone's talk, while people are talking about it, I don't... Like, I can't... I can't find it on a map. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just... I can't. I know that they exist. South Asia. That's helpful. It's its own country, okay? I, so it's not, it's not part of India. I don't know. Okay, well... I, I don't think so. Well, now we know that. So, Sri Lanka, formerly known as Ceylon or Ceylon, and officially the Democratic Socialist Republic of Sri Lanka, is an island country in South Asia. Bam! We all learned something here today. I fucked right up. off the bat. Sorry about that. I honestly, <laughs> I swear to God, I did go. I did try to skim where the where it is roughly, and I think I just kind of semi saw. Oh, it's like I don't know. I'm an idiot. I think I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know where I got India from. Anyway, though, sorry. So, quick thing. President star stormed down or stepped down after people stormed the palace. There was that Reddit picture of everyone in the pool. I'm kidding. That that picture, that pool picture, was everywhere. I didn't see that. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was. Well, I saw it on Reddit, but it was on news things too because the people had stormed the palace and they were just in the presidential pool and shit. 
Uh, as a cliff note, again, this is a gross oversimplification, and please do not take my word for this, but this is from what I, the few news segments that I got from it, it basically started with poor governance, government spending, not necessarily corrupt, just kind of like bad choices. They had some kind of fuck up with fertilizer or something, so farms got fucked. And then the, like obviously everyone's already heard from COVID, but then the Ukraine-Russia uh, thing happened, and that supply chain has also fucked them a bit. And now the government basically owes other countries money and doesn't have any money to pay them. Oh yeah, and then oh yeah, it also gave it also gave the rich a huge tax cut, and then there was less money going into the government, so that also fucked them. So there's just a lot of there's a lot of mismanagement. In Japan, new thing. In Japan, Shinzo Abe, conservative former president of Japan or prime minister of Japan and conservative, assassinated. And just for a clarification, like dead. Like dead. Like dead now? Like dead. Holy shit. Like he's six feet under. Now here's uh sorry so he, that was not meant to sound sarcastic. Not trying to be sarcastic. Not, trying not to... at all, no, sorry. Oh so <laughs> I wasn't trying sorry, I wasn't I w I didn't mean to be glib either. I was just more like, Yep, just yep, he's dead, dead as a doornail. But that's uh so here I wanna just clarify the significance of that though, because again, he wasn't like the acting prime minister. But for the equivalent thing, because okay, now everyone's already making this comparison, although I think it's a weird one, it's not a completely accurate one. But it'd be the equivalent of, like, if Donald Trump was assassinated in the U.S., that'd be kind of like, just think about if you're conceptualized like that, how the country would be handling that. If in your country, a former leader of the country had just been like, oh, just offed. Weird thing for this, though, this was not a political assassination. This was a religious one. Mm. The the killer, the person, like, the, the killer's already been caught and like, already in the system and all that shit, but he basically said that he was picking between him and a bunch of other religious people and just landed on him. Wow. Yeah, and it was... Uh, and yeah, and as for the comparisons that he was like, oh, Shinzo Abe was Trump before Trump, because a lot of different people are saying that, it's like a half-truth. Sorry. Yeah, it's like a half-truth, where, yeah, he was conservative. And plus, everybody says that about everybody. They're saying about Pierre Polyev. They said that about Aaron. It's all... like Everyone's comparing everything to Trump now. And uh, it's, I know. It's, people are more it's nuanced than that. But he is, uh, but he was like, he had, so he had some things because he was a conservative. So he had some things in a line with him and other conservative politicians. Uh, the biggest thing, though, is he's starting to get Japan to remilitarize. Because I didn't know this random interesting thing. So after World War II, because Japan had like a huge war culture, they basically, like the U.S. Oh, yeah. arm, the U.S. like nuked them and was like, ar- arm barred them and was like, you're signing a thing of pacifism now. They like made them change their constitution. So they've been running it that way. So Shinzo Abe just kind of like militarize up more and fuck this pacifism shit. And it's mm, interesting. And again, like I, here's the thing is with the whole Russia, Ukraine thing, like I, you can't blame any country for wanting to militarize now. Cause it's like, oh yeah, like the countries are still getting invaded. Like this is why you have a military. Like it's, I'm not trying to, I'm not super gung ho pro military either. Know, it just seems like the wrong priority. So it is, but that's but this Bring shit happens. The, the shit nukes. still happens, though. The shit still the shit still happens. You're right with nukes, right? So if you don't have a nuke, it's not relevant. Sorry, don't want to get into the whole thing, but sorry, that was just that was Japan shit. America, Roe v. Wade. I have one question for you, just because it was uh, it's something that's been popping up a lot with a lot of from both things, but. And I have a corrections corner extra time to that because I fucked up something I'd said in the last podcast about it. But do you have something to say, Gummy Bear, before I ask you my question? Same thing. Yeah. People are going to more... We're just going to see more death. Well, you had an interesting point, though, about the... a few different reasons, yeah. 
We had an interesting error. Maybe it'll come up later, but about the course of training or something. But for, um, that's more for Canada, yeah, maybe, obviously. Maybe later. <laughs> or another time. Sorry, I wasn't sure. But I just want to ask, because something that it's kind of like a, yeah, you said this kind of thing, because obviously when the whole vaccine thing, a lot of conservatives, like both sides, political structure spectrum but mostly conservatives were like oh, what happened to my body my choice and blah 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 i don't want to put a vaccine in it and now that again the abortion thing it's back on the thing well like okay you wanted my body my choice with the vaccine but that doesn't go for babies and stuff like that and i don't want to sound like an idiot i know that the big stipulation i'm not sure if that's the right word but basically like Anyone that is pro-life, it's because they consider it a life. They they consider it a murder. Like, they're not like, well, as much as we say through science, oh, it's a zygote, it's a cell, it's a cluster of cells, like, whatever. That doesn't matter. They consider it a life. But the, but then the, the, like, I agree with the argument of, like, but then you don't give a shit what happens after the baby's born, right? No, that's, well, that's the argument, that's the good, that's the strong, that's the rational argument to make up to that, too. Because, like, okay, or are you in support of birth, other forms of birth control? Uh, like, training like that. A lot of the same states that are on track to ban or already have banned abortion are on the same track to ban um, Plan B um, and birth control. And while, again, it was <laughs> so, the... Um... And one more thing, too, is that is while, conserv- while conservatives in the U.S. have been like, oh, like, come on, we just want to, we just want to leave it up to the states and make it the state's choice. But then, obviously, a few of them, Mike Pence being one of them, but other ones have been like, now we need to go nation ban. I only so, have one last thing to say on this, really, right now. Go for it. Fuck you. But not you. No, I get it. I get it. You're saying that to them. I have, there's a really fucked up news story I'll tell you about after, but it's like... Okay. Anyway, uh, so... Uh, oh, yeah, so the last thing I want to say on this is that as a... Here's the thing that, here, here's the thing that bugs me about it, because, again, it, or is what I thought about it, is, first off, it's... A lot like the dem the Democrats have kind of again not not in the U.S. So I don't really have a stake in this race because Canada abortion is pretty much set. All the conservative candidates have been like, boom, not touching that shit. So good for them. But in the U.S., not the same thing. So the I don't know. I think a lot of pundits are saying, or a few of them are saying that the Dems sat in their ass for years, didn't codify into law or make any strength in it. At all anything so it's all hinging on roe v wade in case the supreme court got stacked like in the current thing some have said it's kind of a it was a there's a former era era of politics where it's like country's majority liberal but the supreme court is very conservative so it's like a lot of conservative law gets placed even though it's not what's voted in but the, here's the thing i don't get is that i don't get why conservatives care like and i know that they see it as a murder but they're not the one doing it like all they have to okay here's the thing i'm not trying to be a dick but if they're living if they are if they're just so uncomfortable with that, all they have to do is live around knowing that some of their neighbors might have, again, in their opinion, killed their killed a baby. But they just have to live among them. They don't, they're not. No one's forcing them to do it themselves, right? Well, so it's one of those things where, a lot like, of them do it too. So well, I bring it up as kind of a thing because at the same time, again, in like my semi in my very li- social libertarian stance, I'd say that, like, yeah, or I guess so. Let you know, do you do what you want your body? I don't give it two shits. They like, inject what you want into it. You do have a procedure if you want. I don't care about that. But it's again the whole thing with the tyranny. The whole thing with the tyranny of majority is like you don't want to force things on a minority of people that don't agree with that because that's not cool. But this isn't forcing abortions on conservatives. Again, they just have to live among them. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? I suppose yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of my thing. Why I don't get about why I don't get the again so, like uh, I, I don't get some of the conservative history. But again, yeah. it's whatever. 
Uh, oh, one last thing I want to say about the SCOTUS argument for it, though, because, again, they it's this could be used on, like, a lot of parts of the Constitution. They say it's not part of the original Constitution. The right to an abortion is not part of the official Constitution. So when they were building a country 200 years ago, they just weren't thinking about that. But the problem with that argument is that that also goes for gay marriage, interracial marriage. So there's kind of also some Republicans have also talked about floating, like, rolling back gay marriage because that's also not in the Constitution. So there's just, it's... This is interesting shit. Or, so this is like some weird shit. I shouldn't say interesting. This is some weird shit happening in the U.S. That's not good. Not going to be... It's not going to end well. I have a couple things in lighter news here, though. <laughs> William Shatner turned 90. Happy belated birthday... Holy Com- shit! Happy belated birthday, Commander Kirk. He's 90? He's 90. Fuck, I thought he was like maybe like... 75 at the most no he's uh and we we you know what we it was he's a canadian treasure and we traded him to america and got star trek in the the original series which i think is a fair trade Mm. i have a funny thing here too two funny things here so first off joe so joe rogan on his podcast said he's like he's going on a ramble and he said that oh justin trudeau is a dictator and canada's (laughs) communist And a bunch of people were fucking retarded about it. They're like, Joe Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, he's such an idiot. Trudeau's not a dictator. Doesn't he know we're not communists? Fucking idiot. It's like, like, no, you're all the idiots. I Mm -hmm. saw that clip and it's like, right before he says that, he's like, I don't know anything about Canada. I don't know. It's just like, whatever. He's just talking. He says at least once per podcast (laughs) that he doesn't, he's a meathead and he doesn't know anything, which is like, again, if you listen to the podcast, listen. Who cares? Who cares? You're right. I'm just saying, nobody should be listening to Joe Rogan for these advice. You listen to the people that he has on because they're the experts that have the thing and they're, like, trained in that field, right? That's the appeal is listening to the expert. Yeah. I mean, it's just because Joe Rogan, like, is just, like, the most popular podcast, like, of all fucking He's a comedian. He talks shit. So people, like, want to take him more seriously than he is because he has such a big platform. But again, he's a comedian and he talks shit. Like, that's just what happens in the job. And I just want to leave it at that. Yeah. And I'm only bringing that up because... Like, when did this flip switch with, like, taking it so seriously? I don't know. There's a Canadian... I think, again, I, I think Jonathan Haidt has a theory about mm-hmm. that. But that's more for a psychology episode. What I want to say, though, is that the Joe Rogan thing's relevant because a YouTube, a Canadian YouTuber I have to bring up later, in my later segment, uh, was one of the idiots being like, oh, doesn't he know anything? Like, no, he doesn't. That He says that himself. <laughs> Last thing I want to say, because this happened in Canada, this is a fucking hilarious thing on Reddit for a public freakout. So some yeah. dude in a bylaw dispute about a tree and like having to be cut down. So it's like a complicated thing where like it was going to happen, but the guy didn't want to, the guy didn't want to do it or himself or something, or he wanted to do it himself or not pay into it. So he had to get it done privately, but then that cost him a bunch of money. So he doesn't want to pay it now. It's like a weird shit show. So in retaliation for that, he has this big ass birdhouse. He put a fuck ton of dildos on it, on the oh top of it, God. like the ones that stick to the wall, and they're all there. And they're just like Holy family shit, has to look at them. And every morning, every so morning, funny. the mom is saying like, "I have to go over bring my coffee, look at my kitchen window, and I see all those things on the roof." And then because he wants them to pay, but he didn't like get it done the first time, so he's kind of being a petty asshole, and it's really just funny. And I just want to get, I want to end on the cold open is like a, that's like, that's a Canadian thing, but that's not a important news thing. So that's all I had for that. Oh my God, dude. I want to say this is the best cold open ever though. We're so good with that timing. Is that not fucking dope? We got that done in 15 minutes. Well, I have a couple things to say before we go for really it. start. And Gummy Bear now, I know that you had some uh, things for the uh, well, I, I think sorry, I just... CD. Cold okay, uh, um, oh, it's cold open. Shit, it's CO. Fuck me. Go. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I just kind of had one little thing today. Uh, I just kind of had, a, like, just one little thing to say. And that was... I made... I mean, we infrequently update our social media. And I made one for... Um, our video game episode with our guest. And... I said that upcoming is the fan favorite, the next episode, which was our last episode, the fan favorite Feast of Friends, mm-hmm. because it kind of, like, is. But I was just, like, mostly joking. But, like, it really is. So, you know, um, like, actually, thank you so much for listening, and um, I'm glad you guys liked it. No, thank you so much. We appreciate you showing up for any episode Any episode you show up for. We're happy. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, we're so happy that you guys like the Feast and Friends. Those are our favorite ones to do, too, because they're just really so... It's yeah. It's like food. It's all about food, which I love. And it's just, my favorite thing. You know, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's all I want to say. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I thought, was this a good time to do Corrections Corner while we have that time anyway? Uh, or do you have yeah, more you have corrections. Yeah. Do you, have, do you have anything else for that, though? No. Sorry, because I forgot that we usually do no, this. No, I just had that one thing. We have, <laughs> and we haven't done these in a while, and they keep uh, they keep stacking up. For you? For you? Mm. <laughs> kind of it's it's kind of a excuse me i'm teasing you sorry no no it's okay it's fine <laughs> i uh no it's um sorry i'm bumbling with myself now it's it's a few things because like some things i learned over time and like i kind of forgot to put them in and then one was like the feast and friends and i kind of wanted to keep it for like our main episodes when we're talking about like shit like actual shit mm-hmm. to be like here's when i said things that were like factually that i fucked up because it's like i don't know i feel like when we're, fu- we're just talking shit and feasting we're not like factual facty fact machine mcfactorson <laughs> so first thing i want to bring up uh, this is not so much of a okay. So this is a bit of a thing I said about him, but uh, so it was a bit of a thing I was wrong about Jugmeet Singh as a when I was did my this is a way, this is way back from when we did our election specials. Oh, way back. Yeah, so like almost over almost a year ago. Almost a year. So I'd said that he I don't get why I don't get why so many news things are asking him about Indian politics because I was like that's stupid. That's like asking Trudeau about like Par- or French pol- or France pol- or French Fran- yeah France politics. So I'm saying that because I don't mean Quebec politics. I mean French <laughs> politics. Right. So it, that's like, the, that's stupid, right? But he, but it turns out that before he was NDP leader, he was actually deeply involved in Indian politics, or at least uh, apparently, I don't know the details of this exactly, but basically there's, I think so there's a strong, there's, Okay, now I, I air quote the word strong Sikh separatism movement for the separatism of Punjab, which is a state in India, I guess, or something. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of religious politics going on over there that I don't really know much about. Yeah. Just, va- just vaguely. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying I'm very vague with this too, but here's where I, the clarification and the, uh, so the video in this was something done by that uh, journalist I like, J.J. McCullough, but he said that he, or no, but basically the cliff notes is that it's more, it's actually, and they, I think they've done surveys on this, but it's more popular, it's more popular with Sikh immigrants in the United States and Canada than it actually is within uh, people of that actual state, in this actual state of Punjab. Okay. So it's, it sounds like it's almost a little bit like American, American Irish people celebrating uh, St. Patrick's Day, where it's like more of like a immigrant American mm. thing as opposed to like, I might be wrong about that though, but that's what it seems like. So... Either way, so 
uh, the why that's relevant is because in 1985 there was the Air India bombing, which had 329 people dead, which was in in support of this movement. It was the biggest. It was the largest terrorist attack uh, in North America until 9/11. Okay. So like yeah, so obviously that beat or that uh, beat it out, and. There was kind of a so, and why that's relevant is because <clears throat> I think the leader has been the leader's been arrested and the group has been found out. So sorry, yeah. So Jagmeet, Jagmeet Singh had been to secret separatist or like he, there was a video of him that like got resurfaced of him speaking at a secret separatism rally, and before he was obviously doing his his Canada thing, but there's also his um oh sorry this I think this was in this might have been in the U.S. though he was speaking at this rally. I might be wrong about that. Sorry, my point, though, is that with this uh, terrorist attack, he kind of pussyfoots around condemning it and specifically calling out the leader specifically. So I don't know if that's like a... I don't, I'm not saying, like, I think he's a terrorist or anything like that. I think he's just being a politician and he's not... He's being careful with what he says. But he won't explicitly say, like, yes, this was, these, this guy was bad in this group. This is completely condemnable and this should not have been a thing, right? And I think, and so I think, so all I, and all I think about that is I'm like, oh, my main point about this was I was wrong about how involved he is in Indian politics, where it was more than I thought. So those questions from people aren't unwarranted. So like all the details, like some of those are details are probably kind of like, I might be off on that shit because I don't understand what's going on with that. My point is though, it's well within range to ask him about that shit because he, he, that was part of his career early in his career. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so next thing, I think this was the last episode when I was talking about what the American abortion policy was before Roe v. Wade. So I, I butchered that. Mm-hmm. So first trimester, all states have to allow abortion. The whole Texas thing was kind of a weird thing because they're like uh, they're like their own country kind of. But that aside, okay. other <laughs> I, I don't understand that either. But it's kind of like a weird thing. Other than that, all states have to do it first trimester. Second trimester, still must allow it, but they can have rules in place for, like, procedures and shit, so they can try to gummo the works and make it harder if they want to. But it still has to be basically available. Third trimester, that's when states can, can ban it, but they always have to allow it to protect the mother's life. No yes. matter what. Yes, and that's, like, one of the most important things, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, of course. And it's funny, because then some conservatives are like, nope, not even in that case. That's terrible. Why make why make two wrongs with one right or why make two two wrongs don't make a right is what they would say to that gummy bear. I don't agree with it, but that's what idiots would say to that. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying anyone that's pro life is that. I'm saying if that's your argument, that's you're an idiot. Okay. If that's your argument, not <laughs> if you believe it. Like I respect your choice if you're pro if you're pro life, but if you think that the two wrongs thing, because sorry, some politicians have said that you're a fucking idiot. If that's your, okay. that's what you're leaning on. That's mm-hmm. your leg to stand on. Next thing, Neil Young, you showed me this because you sent me a video breaking down how evil Spotify is. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's likely that he doesn't actually own the rights to his own music, along with a lot of other artists like Janis Joplin. Most of them? Like, actually most of is them. Is it Janis Joplin? Is she the Canadian one I keep fucking up? I think so. Or is it Joni Mitchell? Both of them. God, I think are... you're confusing both of them. I don't know which one did it. They're both I... pretty much the same, I think. You're going to have to do a whole new corrections corner God based on your corrections On the same. Either way. My point, though, is that because his music is still on Spotify, still in the Captain Kid playlist. But what I mean, though, is that it's not. Yeah, like there's it's kind of a, there's complicated shit like that, where I think that was the whole thing with Prince, actually, why he came back as the artist, because in the contract, it says the artist, not like their name. Oh, so he was like, it was yeah. a it was a protest of the industry thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, that's 
it's normal for artists not to actually have to own the rights to their own. It's the, the record label they sign with usually. Sometimes they'll buy back their 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 own songs. Mm-hmm. Some people produce them um, independently and, and are successful. Yeah. A lot of people are putting shit on YouTube now. And I'm just saying that uh, I was bringing that up. That was a random thing. And then last, oh shit, last thing, a couple things in the Freedom Convoy that I kind of, I kind of didn't, or I kind of either mussied over or just more details have come out since then. Still way back. Yeah, also way back. So there was one super racist dude named Patrick Brown that was one of the OG leaders of That's the Freedom Convoy. That's probably what I was talking about. Yeah, probably. But here, and here's the thing. And he was basically, they kicked him out after he started spouting shit about white replacement theory. Oh damn! Okay, so well, yeah, good for so, them for kicking him so out. So that's the thing. Uh. So he was he was kicked out, and he's he's obviously still in support of the movement. But they're like, nope, you're not good. part of this now. Well, good. I, that's actually good. So that's my point, though. So that's what they're hinging on that he was part of the thing. But I don't think it was like they didn't probably I don't know, probably didn't they didn't fully know like all that mm. shit before that because they're just rallying shit together. Right. But as a point out to again another Canadian person, I'm going to call out in a later segment in my segment later. But Adosa Buckley had some good points about the Freedom Convoy as a whole thing about how the OG movement was like just like Occupy and BLM. It was like had a bunch of other people that tacked onto it and made they kind of made took over the goal and made it their own fucking thing. So it's like with the OG move, if the original movement has so many fucking people put their sticks in the fire and they're all like, now it's for this, now it's for this, now it's for this. The original kind of meaning gets lost. And that's kind of what fucked it overall. Right. Like, if it just been the pro, the truckers just protesting, doing their thing, people had talked about it for a week and it would have moved on. But the only reason why it became a whole big thing or, like, the... Now, like the everything be crazy now. Because, yeah, because... And also, again, Trudeau, fan of flames, I still stand by that. He made it worse because he's an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he he's an idiot and he only knows how to blame... Th- he only knows how to defer blame. <laughs> he doesn't know actually how to, like, resolve anything. But my point is that, yeah, so that was kind of, and again, I was like always half and half in how I supported it, because I'm like, I support all the legal shit, but none of the illegal shit, obviously. But, oh, it co-opted, that's what I'm thinking of. So yeah, sorry, thank you. Thank you for the time warning, but yeah, so the meaning got, the whole thing got co-opted by too many other things, and here's the ones I want to bring up, though. So one thing was Unity Canada wanted the government to step down and have them replace with some members of Unity Canada to represent the people of Canada. So that was a thing that was like, it, was, it wasn't part of the overall movement, but it was a tack on that was like, this is what we want now. But that wasn't what the overall thing was about. But that was one of the things that when CBC was like, they want to take down the government. It was this one stupid group that apparently always wants to take down the government. <laughs> uh, and then another thing was there's, um, oh, Romana Dubolo, I'm probably butchering her name, indigenous lady that claims to be the queen of Canada. <laughs> Amazing. She, apparently, she's like a huge QAnon, QAnon person too. But yeah, she's a self-proclaimed Queen of Canada, Romana Didwolo. I'm gonna look that up after. It's like I make sure I'm saying that right because my writing's messy too. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, though, but muddy the message, fucked with private citizens. Obviously, I was never, uh, I was never in favor of that, and it misdirected, and it misdirected the focus on who was responsible for anything, and it was a huge shit show. And that's all I had to say about that. And I think I was like, last of things I just need to clarify. So yeah, some of it was corrections, <laughs> some of it was like fleshing out things I'd said before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I'm good now for a while. All right. Unless I fuck up this episode with the Janice Joplin, Joni Mitchell, Janie Lee that's Curtis. Right. That's going to ruin the whole thing. J. Jonah Jameson. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that's the end of the show. <laughs> 
That's the end of the show. Just joking. Um, so we're going to take a quick break here. We need dinner. And then we're going to go into a very long segment of local waters because our little island has been up to so much trouble. And I have a lot to talk about. And then I will proceed on with Beyond the Coast, which I thought I wouldn't have enough material for, and apparently enough should happen that I do. (laughs) As well, ending with Captain's Kitchen. It's 1048 on July 23rd, and this is going to be a late one. And a long one. Boop-a-da-boop. See you soon. Pass us from shoveling all day. I found a unicorn, bought it some armor, then I went and mined some iron ore and clay to build a house. Okay. Well, that's just how I was spending my time. Anyway, though, welcome back to the Canadian Pirate Cast. Welcome back. Now, our next segment it's local waters! I shouldn't sound so excited. I mean, it's none of it's really good news. <laughs> but it's your it's your segment, so that's why we're that's why we're excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, local waters back to true form. It, in my opinion, anyway. I was going to ask. So, what's happening with Fairy Creek now? <laughs> uh, I really don't have anything about Fairy Creek. Um, like I said, I haven't actually even been following. I just wanted to make a joke. Sorry, I was joking because we talked Maybe about Maybe I'll make that. a quick... I'll check into it for next time. I just wanted to make a joke, Gummy Bear. <laughs> just because you, you joked about allowed. it. not allowed. You're not allowed to joke. You, oh, I'm not allowed to joke? No. But why? <laughs> what about freedom of speech and sticking it to the lib cucks that can't take a joke, I've man? I've literally never said that. Um, okay, so, yeah. So, to begin with... Um, Tibby said that. In our last episode where I did a quick, like, hey, I expect, like... I don't have anything right now, but I expect things are going to get crazy, and I was right. Um, I Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not happy that I was right. But, um, so, yeah, and it happened right after our episode, so in true Canadian pirate cast fashion, um, fashion will be late. <laughs> fashion will be late, but, you know, fashionable. But what? Fashionably late, but fashionable. Yes, that's that's the first word in that phrase. It is. <laughs> so when I first started catalog- cataloging the crazy news, um, that started happening basically like almost right away. Um, I was gonna. I thought maybe we we would do this sooner, and I figured I we, I would do it all just in chronological order. Of just here's what happened and from you know but uh there's a couple things that i feel like are really like much bigger that need to be addressed first and then i want to move on to the chron- more chronological um stuff that i that i found uh to be interesting enough to talk about and it all happening here on the island so it's very local waters all of it Right, so the first thing I, I think will probably be really obvious because it was pretty big and intense news 
the bank robbery attempt and shooting shootout slash bomb in Victoria. I didn't hear about that. Really? You really, really. Oh, well, what? I, I shouldn't be surprised at this point. Well, that's why I, I depend on you for my local news. <laughs> Every three months. Well, actually, no, I, I listened to some local news for the Valley recently, but I'll get into I that. thought I told you about it, though. That's you, all. You probably did. I think you may, you mentioned it, but I try to I try to suppress anything that I know might be for the podcast so I can have an authentic reaction every single time. So it's like a psychological thing my brain does now. Why are you biting your paw, gummy bear? It's itchy. I have an itchy spot. No, uh, and you've gangrene. Do we have to cut your paw off? It might be like a weird bug bite. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about right, the so, bank robbery. Yes, the bank robbery, What's shooting, it? bomb. Sorry, I was going to make a joke. <laughs> I was, is, it, is it appropriate? Can I make a joke? Yeah. Let's ask if Vin Diesel was involved. Possibly The Rock. Maybe <laughs> Jason Statham now, too. Yeah, no, I don't think they were nearby. There goes my hero. <laughs> 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 All right, so... Around 11 a.m. on June 28th, 2022, uh-huh, um, calls came in about two armed men entering a bank to rob it, and Gvert, the Greater Victoria Emergency Response Team. Oh, it's actually called Gvert. I thought you were yeah, referring the, to a person. That's the acronym. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about like a local rapper or something. <laughs> Sorry, so the... Gvert was on the scene within minutes of the calls um, because they just so happened to actually be really close by, like maybe doing training. And they said afterwards that it was like really lucky. And that's how they were able to respond hmm. so quickly, which was, which is good. So the cops showed up and a shootout basically commenced between them and the suspects. Three, uh, sorry, six officers were shot. Three were superficially injured, and then three had very serious life-threatening injuries, but I'm pretty sure none of them died, which is good. Hmm. Um, but during this, they did shoot and kill the two quote-unquote suspects. And I say that just because it personally annoys me when, like, even after the fact that it's clear that they're not, like, they did it, like, they, like, they did it. <laughs> they're not, like, but the news still calls them, like, it's, like, officially they're just called suspects. And I just, I find that irritating. Can I point something out, actually? Because I was just thinking that. As you were saying that, like, I was literally yeah. just thinking that. I was like, <laughs> if you, like, if they, like, let's say, they, maybe they're wearing a mask, that's why you have to say it, but if they didn't and you just see the face and you're like, no, they shot and cops and ran away, you're like... No, they died, like... Is it a no. suspect? But here's, here's why I was bringing that up, though, is that it might be, like, a legality thing for, like, instant proven guilty. Like, when we joke, like, you have to say yeah, allegedly... That's, that's always how things like this are reported, even if they are Yeah, so it's or... stupid, but it kind of, in some cases, but it does, and, like... I I guess I get I, I do understand from the broader picture, but I was just thinking it's something I haven't thought about. Right. Sorry, I'm not trying to take over your no, segment, okay. but I was no, just like, okay. we had telekinesis. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, there was a shelter in place advisory for the area until about six thirty p.m. So like for most of the day after that. Shelter because, advisory is that like stay inside? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, because they weren't sure if there might be a third person, hmm. and the possibility of a bomb, which ended up being true because. There was an explosive device found in their car, 
and the RCMP Explosive Disposal Unit, a.k.a. Bomb Squad, which Bomb Squad sounds way cooler. That does sound way cooler. Um, They better branding. They had to dispose of it safely, so it's been been destroyed now. They're not just hanging on to it? It's like, take some pictures, (laughs) pose, like, let's do the OK sign, or the the nut tap game, whatever it's called. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, the suspects. The suspects. Um, I'm not going to be saying their names, because even though it might not have been their motive, any notoriety in cases like this tends to fuel more instances like this. Mm -hmm. Um, From attention-seeking psychopaths. But we do know that the two men involved are 22-year-old twin brothers from Duncan, just north of Victoria. Duncan, producing the most crime busiest scene in the last 10 years. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> well, I know. I know. The most intense incident. I know, I'm joking. Um, since they're dead, which, like, again, sidebar, um, it always irritates me when, like, any kind of incident like this happens. But usually it's in the States where it's like, and then the guy was killed, and it's like... Well, like, I know that's because, like, they had to. <laughs> and, I, like, actually, in this instance, they I think they fucking had to. Um, and it's also really lucky that, like, no, like, civilians were hurt and that no one else died other than the people who were shooting. Mm-hmm. But that's it's lucky. always, like, really fucking, like, God damn it! like, whenever you read, so- whenever something like this happens, no matter where it is, and then, and then the end of it's, like, and then they, and then they were killed. And it's, like... Fuck, like, every time. Well, because it takes away the catharsis of knowing that they're suffering and having them go in jail, right? That's yeah. why everyone's pissed when, it like... It happens so often, too. It's you know? Just, it's a little bit upsetting, and it's just, like, there was an article of, like, the constable said, we'll never know their real motive, and it's like, no, because they're fucking dead. Well, okay, they robbed a bank? <laughs> yeah, so I'm... um Yeah, so they robbed a bank before someone was able to call 911. And then the cops showed up, like, right away after that. I can tell you what their motive was. So. They wanted money. No. See, that's the problem, is that no one knows their true motive. And there are two main speculations now. Because they're dead, so we can't actually know for sure, ever. It's like, oh, what, what do they say on social media? Maybe they'll use a And so board. the speculations are that they, they like, they, like, really just wanted to engage in violence because um witnesses there said they you know they they basically successfully had robbed the bank like they went to the vaults they had money and then they just stayed there basically like so it was like okay so they probably and they had the bomb in their car so it's just like okay so they probably just wanted to like larp gp gta like <laughs> i don't know um and then the second speculation which is kind of tied in tied into the reason why they may have stayed around is that they were trying that um, the police think as of now is that they were trying to recreate a bank robbery and shootout that happened in Hollywood in 1997 because one of them posted of something about the anniversary of that event. And then I guess there's like a lot of similarities between what happened back then and what happened with them, which is like, okay. Um, the, hilariously not hilarious that's the wrong word but um the big difference between them trying to recreate it and what happened in 1997 is that what happened in 1997 in hollywood actually historically changed how police in both the u.s and canada were trained and armed to deal with things like that because the 1997 event 
was much more devastating because the police just had like really shitty pistols or something back then. Well, that's kind of if I can interject and ask, what were they armed with when they robbed the bank? I think I I, sorry, I I did. I missed that detail. I didn't think it was that important. I guess here's what I'm only bringing it up because I don't know why. I'm sorry. I actually was really important. (laughs) I'm only I'm only bringing it up because I would just be interested if any conservative politicians would be like "Mm, Trudeau's gunman. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think so. But um, that's why I'm just wondering what type. And I I haven't heard anything about that either. But I'm just wondering if that would happen. As a speculation. As a. Also, uh, Justin Trudeau made a tweet uh, about it. Uh, thoughts oh. and prayers from Justin Trudeau. How consider- Thank you. How considerate of him. Thanks, Justin. Oh my God! Can I just <laughs> steel claps? Yeah. No, Gimperous. Gimp Limperous claps is what he gets. Yeah. So that was like, I mean, when I saw that in the news, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like. This is the island. Shit like that doesn't happen here. It's like... Kind of... Thought it was crazy town. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, I think that's really... Well, that's a lot for the island. And... Yeah. I guess where I think about... I think that... Sorry, I did... Go for it. I'm just remembering... I don't know what exactly what... Like, what exact kind of guns they had, but I do remember skimming and reading that they were... That they had obtained them legally. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they're rifles. Right. Yeah. I uh, here here's why I, I'm I'm more interested by this too, because it's I'm guessing I'm just curious how that'll influence crime statistics, just because again, as a general area, Canada's not super populated, the West mm. less populated, and the island even less populated. So with a crime like that, that's pretty that's a pretty big thing for the island. I'm curious if, like, Victoria will now be up there. It'll be, like, take Prince George's place as the most deadly place in, Prince- <laughs> in, in BC after Vancouver. Yeah. Just, like, uh, sorry, I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm, again, glad that nobody died or got sever- severely injured and fucked up. Well, they were. Three of them were severely injured. Probably still in the hospital. Okay. But didn't so, die. But then, okay, sorry, that's why I fucked that. I, yeah. I meant, I guess, like, I... Okay, sorry. I thought they, I didn't think severely injured. I thought they were like in the hospital, but not for severe. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I misunderstood. No, all six people who were shot went to the hospital. Mm. Three. I mean, getting shot is severe, like regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just like, walk it off. Um, <laughs> but three of them were like it was like more superficial. Like maybe I don't I don't know they they didn't exactly lay out the exact like where the everyone was shot and mm-hmm. each off you know so yeah that's uh, well again just that... three were like less injured and then three were like critically injured uh, okay gotcha well then I guess I'm just happy that nobody died me too so is it okay if I move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just commenting on those things. I was like, oh, my thoughts. Yes. Uh, So the second thing that I want to talk about out of chronological order is the missing persons case of Amber Manthorne. And on the internet, she is Amber Dawn Grace. Amber is a Port Alberni local and was last seen on Thursday, July 7th. And was reported missing on July 8th. 
Her vehicle, a Jeep Compass, was found on July 10th, just south of Nanaimo. Today, as we're recording, it's July 23rd, and there's no sign of her, um, despite a huge physical search of multiple areas. Uh, as of now, the official searches have ended, but people are still looking. Now, initially, police put out an advisory to be on the lookout for her and for her ex-boyfriend, Justin Hall. And they had only just recently broke up. And he is slash was believed to be the last person to be with her because her friend said she said she was going to go see him to give him a gift that the, the night that she was... Um, on the 7th. And then he didn't show up for work the next day on the 8th. And the police have now found him. And they found him on July 12th. So almost a week later, he finally pops up. Just, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, and so since he was found, he says he wasn't with her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to read some excerpts that were published from an email that Justin Hall sent to Czech News. Uh, let me know what you think about these, okay? <laughs> Quote, I did not hurt my girlfriend. I don't know why she's back, why she isn't back home. Unquote. Quote, after our argument, I panicked and I just wanted to get away from everyone. I wasn't able to contact anyone because I didn't have a cell phone. And by the time I did, it was too late. I was already guilty in your eyes. Unquote. And the last one. Quote, I read a pamphlet that was posted around Nanaimo. That I was the last person with Amber. That is not true. I spoke to RCMP and told him what happened that night. I understand that everyone is very on edge. But I am part of this too. I lost the only person that still had my back. I have been calling her cell just to hear her voice. And then I cry till I have no tears left. I would give anything to get her in my arms. Unquote. What was his name again? Justin Hall. Well, all of that put together, quotes and everything happening included, things don't look good for Justin Hall. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, obviously I don't want to be like, he's guilty! Because, like, what if he's not? But no, it's, it's true, just, but like, things, sorry, dude, things you look don't, real as suspicious. Like, it's look... actually kind of classically suspicious right now. <laughs> it's... You just broke up. In the quote, he says, I did not hurt my girlfriend. Um, sounds like she wasn't your girlfriend anymore, dude. <sighs> So, sorry, it's all really disturbing to me. Wait, question about that, too. Is that, uh, did he email them, or did he... He emailed them, then. So, he had to, so that's what I'm saying. Is that's even more interesting with that wording, though, because to... Don't get me wrong. Well, everyone sent, like, a text or something or something in a written thing that you didn't mean. Doesn't, says her name once in all these quotes. Did not hurt my girlfriend. I didn't hurt Amber. But I'm just saying that, like, he... But again, I'm, so the wording... Analyze it, sorry. I know, I guess I'm just saying that, like, it would be... It'd be more forgivable in a verbal quote, because you could just be fucking your words. But in a written thing, it's a little bit harder to defend, because you have a bit more, you have a bit more thought putting, put mm -hmm. into it. That's all I'm saying with the how guilty how guilty it looks. It's like, it's like 20%. Does that phrasing look 20% guilty or, like, 40% guilty? I'm like, and that's just one thing. But, yeah, like, it's not... It's, like, super not looking good for this. Uh, it's... I mean, he, you knew for 
five days that she was missing. And it's just, we, we had an argument. He panicked. Okay. Oh my God. Like, he went out, he, just, he went out with a drive to clear he his head. To, he and he was by himself. contact anyone he's, for five days. He's by himself. So, because he just had to be by himself to drive around. Gonna be honest, you know what happened? Like, if I, you know, every, like, my procedure every time I break up with my girlfriend is I go hang out with friends for a week. That way, like, nope, I have a fucking alibi. Every time I, I'm not guilty of shit. Every time, uh, every time I go through a breakup, I throw my fucking cell phone into a lake <laughs> and I go into the woods. <laughs> I throw myself into a lake and just hang out by myself for a few days. I better hope they don't go missing. <laughs> and and, and it's how, like, it's laughing, how I heal. Like, la- like laughing. We have to, everyone, we have to laugh about it, make jokes, but it is very serious. And that's why I wanted to talk about it yeah. before before all the other stuff no of course because she is still missing link for better or for worse she is out there somewhere Mm -hmm. so yeah i just wanted i definitely and that and then that like those quotes from him really disturbed me one thing that did piss me off was that online when i first saw posts about this um before like reading news articles and stuff was that people were saying that um she had gone missing and was believed to be with him but that her house was like left in like a crime scene and like like blood like like implying that there's like blood everywhere but like it sounds like she like left her house to go see him so it's just like that was all bullshit and that really pissed me off and that's obviously not in the reports so i don't think that was true it was just like online bullshit and then also um the police are keeping a lot of um like they didn't say where they found justin um, there's a lot of things they're keeping close to the chest right now, you know, and hopefully there's some sort of resolution. Yeah, I well, usually if they're hold, withholding details, like especially with early and a thing like that, right? They're just trying to like they're formulating a case like against mm-hmm. again Justin. I want to say like to joking about this too, obviously like just but he's uh, not in custody as well. Just yeah, Tippy, don't scratch me. Sorry. <laughs> Tippy gets passionate about these things too. She thinks just she thinks bring back the guillotine for Justin, which I think is a bit extreme. <laughs> but I was gonna say the obviously like no, it's obviously in I don't know, like I don't know, whatever. Just I hope maybe I hope, I hope, I hope Amber's family's okay and shit yeah. like that and like Her all that and family. All that like and condolences and condolences for whatever to that case, to them. But I guess it's I guess sorry. Why? I'm, why I felt joking about Justin is because it's not like it's like oh a little bit. It's like nah. It looks, it's so looks, cliche. It looks, it looks really, looks really guilty and really cliche. That's yeah. why it's like no, dude. This is like a little bit too. Not just like uh, a little bit guilty. Like really <laughs> guilty, man. It's not looking good for you, Justin. It's like uh, I wouldn't want to be your lawyer, man. I just be <laughs> yeah, like shit. Exactly. That is a short straw in the legal pen. Yeah, no, it, it does. <laughs> like that's the thing. Is like okay, like. If if he is not guilty of anything, then sorry, but of course it does hit all the notes of like you know stories that you hear about all the time. And statistics are there for like they're just mm-hmm. obviously statistics can be manipulated and like I like bias and everything. But this is I think there's like a been a, there's a lot of metadata on this where it's like yeah it's like plus over over half the time it's usually like the it's usually a lover or spouse that's why that's always like the go-to thing right it's not well, really like just a... the fact that they just broke up again it's all these time and, things okay, it's a i lot also of don't want to stereotype but based on looks but he looks like a meatball <laughs> what i'll show you like a meathead that's what i meant that's what we'll, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll joke we'll joke about it whether or not <laughs> he's guilty or we'll joke about whether he's guilty or not but you, know, but you know where we'll draw the line body shaming that's the line <laughs> on canadian pirate cast we'll make fun of you for being almost guilty of possibly killing your ex-girlfriend but okay, god look. forbid we will not body shame you 
Oh, he does look. Oh, he fucking killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he he looks like a he, he looks like a murderer. <laughs> yeah, he looks kind of like looks a murderer. Like he's on steroids a little bit. Well, he um, has anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> um okay sorry i shouldn't oh fuck I yeah no i just i he, do want to okay, end no. this like we're... yeah okay i'm really sorry but like, 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 like he does upsetting. okay you do look like you're right though he does look like a meat like i thought i thought when you were saying meatball i thought you meant like a big chubby guy no, I was what like, i meant was no he looks head, like yeah okay there we go i'm just gonna call him a meatball now okay no we're well he's red enough to be a meatball he's, a meatball. he's red enough to be a meatball no i honestly thought Murderer. you meant like a big chubby guy not no, like i don't uh, want to say that sorry that's you know that's too much to say call someone that i'm sorry Meat head or meatball? Um, the um, the the murderer thing because we don't know any. We don't know. We don't know until we know. No, we don't know. But we call him a meatball, right? We can call him a meatball. Possibly a murderous meatball. <laughs> we don't know yet, though. Something allegedly. Allegedly, up there, like okay. Again, um, not looking good for Justin. I'd say. Yeah. In this case. Yeah. Sorry, guards are not in his favor. Mm-hmm. I hope that she has found that closure is given to the family and. The guilty party receives due punishment, obviously. Agreed. Okay, let's take a little break, and then we're going to go into the chronological stuff. Okay. Welcome back. We're back again. To Gummy Bear. Locally watering. Yeah. In the local waters. (laughs) Fuck, it's so hot in here. Okay. You can do this. So now we're doing the rest in chronological order of stuff that I thought was fucking crazy. The first thing. On June 10th, three teenagers, aged 15 to 16, shoplifted a case of beer from the Mex liquor store right here in Courtney. And I wish that were the news and that it ended there. A whole case? Yeah. Like, how big was the case? Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's more interesting than that. Like a 24-pack? It could be pack? like, yeah, any, probably anywhere between like a six-pack and like a 24-pack probably. Just like try to sneak another shirt. I have, have no like a clue. Box, I don't have it have a big rigid square There's in your no belly. There. Don't body shame me like a store lady. <laughs> so um, a couple hours later, the same kids, because they're fucking kids, went back to the liquor store. Same one. Um, maybe to steal, I guess, to steal more beer or like, who know, who the fuck knows. And on social media, the very first local posting about the incident referred to the victim we're going to talk about as the mech security guard. But apparently he's actually just a friend of the employee or something that hangs out kind of like as security sometimes a little bit. Um, just kind of like hangs around. There was a an employee stabbed in the back there a couple of years ago. <laughs> like literally, not like a yeah, figure, not like, figuratively. Literally, okay. Um, they were stabbed in the back. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I think that was before we started the podcast, so I probably haven't talked about it. Um, so I'm going to, just for ease of the story. I'm going to refer to him as the security guard because he was kind of acting like it. Um, even though he's not officially the security guard. <laughs> he was not making money doing this. <laughs> That's his job. So the kids, when the kids came back a couple hours later, the security guard told them to get out. And according to employees, one kid pushed him, another jumped him, and the third stabbed him. Like, coordinated attack from a pack of animals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but 
the kid who stabbed him didn't just stab him. Um, I've seen it reported that the kid stabbed him 16 times. The fuck? And he, the security guard had to be flown to Vancouver uh, for, like, intense fucking injuries, obviously. But is miraculously alive. <laughs> Hats off to the doctors and and all that. Um, but hold on. This isn't the end of the story yet. <laughs> um, unbelievably, the, the same kids came back to the max around a few hours later around one o'clock in the morning and broke a window and broke into the store to steal more alcohol i guess because their second attempt didn't work because they ended up stabbing stabbing a guy nearly to death haha ha. uh <laughs> and so when they broke the window they they set off the alarm and the rcmp responded promptly First of all, the RCMP office is uh, literally across the street. I was just going to fucking say, (laughs) that's like the worst one to rob, man. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. second of all, after the stabbing incident, I'm sure that the police were on the lookout as well. (laughs) Yeah. Did they get caught? Yeah, so they were arrested after breaking in. Coming back a third time. Fucking right. They, they better not get a slap on the wrist. <laughs> so obviously there's no information because they're minors. Fuck and them. Who knows? They like, know what they're fucking I'm doing. I'm sure there will be updates at some point. Now fuck it. They're not just kids fucking around, man. At that point. At that's, that point, That's coordinated yeah. shit, man. They're fully grown adults, man. This is... I'm sorry. This pissing me off because it's like... That whole thing, oh, there's just fucking minors doesn't work in something. Like, at a certain point, teenagers, they have the brains of adults, but the impulse you controls... someone 16 times? They have the brain of an adult, but the impulse control of a fucking child. That's the thing with six... That's the thing with teenagers. I was no fucking different. Um, but, yeah. Jesus Christ, like, making adult actions, fucking up adult lives. Weirdly... Like, punished, man. Um, on the same night, a couple of other teenagers tried to rob the Waverly Hotel liquor store. Or they did shoplift there. I'm not 100% sure if they got away with it or not. Um, They were also arrested because of the video camera footage. But it was on the same night. So when the Waverly made the post about it, they had to clarify, this is not the same people that stabbed. Because it was on the same night. So it was like, what was this? Uh, Fucking teenagers robbing the liquor store night? Like, what the fuck? Does nobody have a, like a... Does nobody know someone with a sketchy older sibling? <laughs> night of night of the thieving teens. Yeah, well, and then also it got real stabby for the other ones. But hey, thankfully the the the, the other shoplifting teens, uh, they didn't um, stab anybody. So there's that, I guess. Glass half full. <laughs> like, are they on meth? Like, what the fuck? Oh, I feel old now. I don't know if you got up to any shenanigans when you were a teenager, but like my kind of shenanigan was was actually so mild in comparison. I drank. I well, okay. So <laughs> okay. So here's the thing with like okay. I don't know. Go comparingly, actually. So my family's policy was that they would like I could get like a bit of alcohol from them, just not like a shit ton. Like there would never be anything hard. It would just be like beer or coolers. And then that's it, and I pay and I pay, pay and I pay the parents back, and then like who am I going on drinking with, and the friends, and then like usually your friends have hard liquor too, so they have some hard they have some hard bar, so you just kind of like have a smorgasbord of shit, but then as long as you're not being an asshole with it, then it's like yeah, go drink, but just be safe and don't rob liquor stores and stab improv security guards. Yeah, right. That's like maybe 
I, I again this is not to be that overly liberal dude but maybe be pro like that's where i'm a bit like yeah like give it like i don't know i'm i'm i think teenagers should be able to drink <laughs> well they're gonna yeah can i move on yeah sorry i'm sorry i'm just really no, no it's okay sorry the pisses me sorry i just get really i get really it's actually off. like really crazy well i get really pissed off by again things like these when these kind of fucked up crimes are really committed by teenagers because it's just like oh they're teens they'll go to juvie they'll get slapped it literally and then... happened a few minutes away from where i live and again fucked up a person's life man like you fucked yeah. up you fucked up one dude's life you traumatized you traumatize over the fuck is man with cash cash toe mm-hmm. like you've you've ruined lives over some beer and your own and their own lives Basically, probably, and their own lives to but some extent. I mean, again, I care. Li- I care a little bit less around their about their lives because they're ones causing harm on other people, yeah. right? But it's but I, like obviously from a human standpoint, obviously like I'm not like a just throw me into a fucking gulag. Like obviously, yeah. due process. Yeah, you know. But you um, know what I mean, though. Where I'm, I'm like, all punish- for rehabilitation, honestly. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, I'm for rehabilitation where too. It's possible, but obviously, don't again punish like an adult though that's what i'm saying rehabilitate but rehabilitate and punish like as an adult but none of this like oh just like juvie and then oh you're fine because yeah. nobody died technically we'll see i mean like well we because they're minors we might not even get any information about it but if there's oh, no, like if there's an update at some point now I, I will update fucking christ i never thought i'd ever sound like bill o'reilly but i'm like hey fucking punish like <laughs> send him to jail the Death animals <laughs> no well maybe <laughs> <laughs> Tippy's no Tippy's pro guillotine as well as we've established. I'm personally a fan of the firing squad, but <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That was a joke. Okay, I'm gonna move on now. Go for it. Okay, so the second thing, and just let me preface by is it, <laughs> is it stupid? You'll see. Okay, <laughs> you'll understand. So, on the morning of June 13th, there was organized protests around the island, organized by the Save Old Growth Organization, um, where they... Guess what they did? They dug holes in the cement and laid fresh cement over top of them with their heads sticking out of the ground as a protest. Um, they blocked the roads. Purposely for rush hour traffic and very specific... High impact areas. Mm, how did, <laughs> and how did that? And how did that impact the cause you were trying to get attention for? <laughs> so there were three locations and a total of fourteen arrests. But very unfortunately, um, at one location at the Pat Bay Highway, they had some kind of like ladder barrier structure thing that people were on, like on top of. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like Perry Creek, but, like, I guess in the middle of the, re- like, the railroad, like a highway, which is um, a little bit different than blocking logging roads and in front of trees, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I we have talked about the blocking road thing before. Yeah. This is a bit different, though, because this is, like, blocking general commerce. This isn't, like, blocking a single logging road on an industry side. No, no, industry, no, no, no the, the spokesperson has, like, said that, 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 that the, the point is to interrupt people's lives. Like, it's, like, very much on per- Like, it's very much supposed to have the effect that it that it has. And that's why I'm so, clarifying, because that distinction is important for right, protests. So, at the Pat Bay Highway, with this ladder barrier thing, um, a pissed-off driver tried to drive past it and end up breaking some of the supports leading to a 26-year-old man who was on the structure to fall 20 feet and shattered 
his hip. He had to have surgery, and his basically, like we were just saying, his life is completely altered for the rest of his life. He's only 26, one of the protesters, he was on top of the structure Hmm. that fell down. Um, So the Save Old Growth organization is committed to continuing doing these blockades probably throughout the summer Mm. so fun um and like i personally don't agree with that um i really hope that maybe now they won't include making fucking structures that people could fall 20 feet off of if you're gonna be doing something dangerous that's gonna piss people off then maybe like fucking try to be as safe as fucking possible so that's what I was going to say. So I want to hear, can I, sorry, can I say something about, that? or because yeah. I was going to say, so like, obviously similar camp. Okay. So like this guy was, okay. Like, okay. Again, I'm not trying to be like over like, I'll oh, fuck the protesters too, but just like, were they, did this guy fuck up when he accidentally knocked this guy down or did he like yeah, ram he drove, through it intentionally? Like he was like, kind of like trying to like did he intentionally drive around drive, it, like ram and, and he, like angry, but he wasn't like, like he, he wasn't like, like fuck he, you protester. He didn't drive right through it. Yeah. He tried to like, just be like, fuck you. And then drive around, which broke off some of the pieces, which led okay. to him falling. So yeah. Okay. So a little bit, so this, so this is what I mean. Right. And again, this is fucking with general commerce and other, and people have nothing to do with what you're trying to, the point you're trying to make. Mm-hmm. People and like yeah, you can say your thing about people driving, and there's a whole thing about the carbon tax and shit like that. I have to talk about my well, barely skimming, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But my point though is that I was more understanding. Of, even though I had my issues with the Fairy Creek, that was just a single thing on a single site. And yeah, workers yeah. don't have anything to do with it. This is everybody on earth. Like this is like fuck you. Like I don't like I don't I don't agree with protesting like this, man. Like I think it's being a dick move to everybody know, around and you. It's dangerous, obviously. Well, again, if you're setting up structures like that that are like, oh, we're going to make it dangerous for people to hit me in the same way, chaining yourself to a tree so that obviously if they tried to cut the tree down, they'd fuck you up, right? But then to me, like, if you're doing that thing, then a bit of that's on you as a protester, right? Like, if you're going to lay your life down to be cut in half by a thing or fucked up by a thing to do your cause, then you don't get to complain about being fucked up by that cause, right? Like, protest and don't do it in the middle of goddamn traffic, right? I, there were some annoying anti-vaxxers that were down on the fucking plaza again in Corny. Sorry to go to like the town here, pass them again. They're not. They're not in fucking traffic. They're just on the corner screaming. They're not even screaming. They're just like waving. They're not even screaming. Sorry. They're just waving their fucking signs, all smiling and waving. They're not rude. They're being not being rowdy. I don't agree with them, but they're doing it in a not dick dickheadish way. So it's like, like it's. I can't believe I'm fucking saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying there's anti-mask vaxxers that aren't that aren't annoying. Well, the only update that I saw about this story was that the. The person whose ship, whose whose hip shattered, um, w- said that they wanted to sit down and just have a talk with the angry driver, and that was, and I just was like, I kind of like roll my eyes really hard. Peaceful protester just wants to talk to the man who altered his life forever, just to just to chat. Well, is this, is, how old do you know? How old was this just kid? To Wait, do you, you twenty six. Oh, so he's fucking Gen Z. So he's, he's so he's great. Oh, yeah. So here, here's why. So here's why. He's raised in a fucking generation where he knows if he says the wrong Late thing on social media, if he says the wrong thing on social media, he will get fucking dogpiled and obliterated. Just, just that's why he reacted that way. That's why he, that's not authentic. Probably as has shit, to man. probably has to fucking relearn how to walk now. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, <laughs> just, I would be again. I'd, if I was hurt like that, I'm not sure I would immediately point the finger at myself I guess I and be give like, him credit, I guess if he's really is that like zen about it. If he's that to cat, well then again credit to him if he's not like pressing charges and shit like that because he's like I put myself in this situation. Then respect to him if that's his choice. But if he's gonna be like no, maybe get it hit me that's a bit like social media attention well he wants to talk to the guy to get to have it filmed to get 
to get like his 15 minutes of fame. Oh, eat shit. Actually, probably. Eat I just, shit. I just, I don't even have that written down. I actually just thought about that right now as a possibility eat, for that. If, if he does, if he goes for that, he can eat shit. Sorry. Just I can see that being, I can see sorry, that being but... a motive. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's that, Canada, man. Pure it's not... speculation. I just have to say that complete pure speculation Dude. that just came into my head right now. Sorry, just to tell everyone, if it happened to Canada, nobody on earth cares. It's just the fact. <laughs> it's just the truth about our country, and I'm okay with that. But yeah, it's just just the truth. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt though. Again, go no, on. Okay. Is there anything else to go on? Um, number three. In the wee hours of June fifteenth, two churches were broken into with a blowtorch, which started fires. Obviously, and robbed and vandalized in Parksville. Dick move. Um, I kind of just want to like include this kind of like almost in the middle as like a light thing because like Parksville is really small, so that does really seem like kind of crazy for them. I like the sand sculpture competition. That's what I remember Parksville yeah. for. <laughs> well, they have really intense speeches there. Oh, yeah. that's why. Okay, so I'm gonna move on to number four. So that was like a really quick one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, like, oh, Parksville. Shout out to Parksville. Your sand castles are dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, number four. Uh, this allegedly happened on June 5th, but it wasn't reported until June 16th. The Nanaimo RCMP apparently waited 11 days to put out an advisory about two teenage girls being followed in a car by a man wearing a balaclava. Driving past, you know, pulling your turns to keep trying to follow them, and they ended up going through an area where they they ended up having to detour through an area where he couldn't follow with the car, um, which was hey, that's the that's the right. If you're thinking you're being followed, definitely do do something like that. So that was really smart if it really happened. Um, <laughs> and I say that so the only info is that it was a dark colored car not even like was it dark blue or was it black or like dark green or like it's just dark colored hmm okay um, and so there's no info but contact the RCMP if you know anything yeah well, can I just say one thing about having to identify a car I fear the day I witness a crime where a cop is like can you remember the car I'm like uh it was green and I think that's a truck that's better than that I mean <laughs> maybe I like, not still, even that's that still better I saw I, no, no gummy bear I saw when I was biking home from work the other day I saw like a car hit another car and I tried to like stop by to help because I saw I thought I saw it and then I fucked up and the car that I thought I saw had turned around and been the one that hit I was like Oh my god, the human memory is so fucking yeah. fragile and weak. Like, oh my god, I, I'm no, and I'm just fearful Aww. of that. And that's why I'm thinking about okay. that car thing. So I don't blame that person. Fair enough. Okay. Go on though. So, like, I, like, so what was interesting? I wanted to mention this one because the most interesting part was the community discussion I saw about about this news story. Mm. Was that Alec? Um, excuse me. Everyone was talking about how it was probably some weird, like, propaganda bullshit from the Nanaimo RCMP to make it seem like they were, like, doing things. Because I guess shit's really bad in Nanaimo. Mm. Um, like, obviously, like, I don't know, because, like, I don't live in Nanaimo. I don't spend any time there. But all, like, all the comments were talking about how they thought, like, this was made up. And that, but, like, it was either, it was, there was 50-50, like, they didn't think it was real. <laughs> Or they were like, why the fuck would, if this is real, why the fuck would the RCMP wait 11 days to put on an advisory about somebody? Mm. Like, if they were, like, stalking young girls. Well, dude wearing a balaclava, too, like, looks as, again, that's up there with, like, the most, literally the most guilty thing you could do. (laughs) The guilty-looking thing you can do. 
Basically yeah. like schooling by a fucking playground with a giant ice with like a shoddy ice cream written inside your white van. Like it's up there with that <laughs> where it's like, man, I don't want to say you're guilty, but this does not look so good just, off the know, bat. I thought that was interesting that like Nanaimo people are so like, I don't know the right word, like disheartened or like have no, like they don't have faith enough in the RCMP that I just think that they would actually put out a press release that was completely fucking fake. Well, That's what I thought was interesting that so many people thought that that's actually fair if that's big enough that would be like that is yeah that, that is actually interesting with that like i have a lot that large amount of if that many if it's like a group thing thing or if that's just enough people feel that way yeah i think it's interesting either way yeah okay ready Yes, just one question about, I'm not sure if you know about Nanaimo in general. Is Nanaimo, like, ver- a very liberal city or something like that? Cause no you told, idea. Because, again, you just told me that, like, Courtney had a conservative riding for a while, too, and it, so it's, like, I know that we're more, like, we have, like, mi- we're mixed, right? I think, or Courtney and Comox. Um, yeah, like, our block voted conservative for a really, really, really long time, but I think we're, we've, we've, for, for uh, the federal level, mm. um, have switched over to NDP only just like in the last couple elections. Um, but yeah, definitely it was always conservative for our riding for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm only bringing it up because if Nanaimo again, speculation, but if Nanaimo is a overall, a very liberal city, it'd be, it'd make more sense for them to be able to be more like, eh, fuck the police. Oh, Cause that's more of that in that political mindset. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know, I don't stereoty- know anything I'm, about that. I'm stereotyping pigeonholing every kind of thing like that. <laughs> so don't listen to my shit. Okay. Is there anything else? Yeah. Okay. Number five. On June 20, 20th, a Nanaimo resident, a, 20, a 21-year-old man named Simon Baker was arrested for the murder of a 40-year-old woman from Victoria named Denise Alec. Uh, she was found dead in his home at 10 p.m. after the RCMP received calls about a disturbance. Baker was not in his home when she was found, but he was located and arrested shortly afterwards nearby. The Nanaimo RCMP said they don't usually... Does this... I got a lot of Nanaimo on here. They're getting <laughs> fucked up. They're getting fucked up. Um, so the Nanaimo RCMP said they don't usually release victim names like this, but they're basically baffled because they can't like find a connection between them. Um, and they like like they have no idea why she was there or if she knew like even knew him. Uh, he's obviously not confessing and giving them info, um, so they're asking anyone with information to contact them. Um, and I haven't seen any updates yet. My money's hookup app. If it's like out of nowhere, it's usually well, that, hookup app. Wouldn't they be able to find that on her phone or like like that's what they they can't if they can't get if they can't get into the person's phone. Or his phone. We well, you know you know phone encryption is like a big thing with cops, right? But like they her, basically like, can't they can't get into your phone. They I think they would be able to find that information. If it's not, maybe it's not hers, but like his, right? But if, they can know they can't. The cops can't get into your phone. Like that's a, it's actually, encryption's like a big well, debatable maybe, thing like, with cops. I don't cops. know, I haven't seen any updates, but maybe like, but they don't yeah. know. They're just completely well, bad. Like, okay, sorry, I shouldn't say so, that. So like they, initial, initial um, investigation, they don't, they don't see any obvious like reasons. So I feel like they would have already searched his phone probably. No, but I'm, I'm just telling you, cops cannot get into it. It's like they, there's terrorists. They've been able to, the cops, if you don't, if they don't know the code to your phone, they can't get into your phone. Like phone encryption is like a big deal. It's actually a big controversial thing in Apple because they've talked about it where they want, they want like a ghost key to get into every phone. But Apple said like, we can't make that because people yeah, can copy that and just fuck every phone on That's earth. True. 
So that's what I'm talking about. So like when you're saying that they might not know it from the phone, I'm like, if he doesn't surrender it, they they literally fucking can't. Like there's no, I don't there's know. terrorists they that's, can't get into like the I phone. Said, there's not a lot of information, and that's why the cops are yeah. putting out and I'm just sorry, um, I'm just, the I'm, name to try and get more information because they they say they are baffled by mm. by this. No, again, it, I'm it just, doesn't I'm, seem like so. If it was like an obvious like they were on a dating app together yeah. or something like that, then I think they would just know that. And the fact that they that's not um. Obvi- already obvious to them um is actually like kind of unique so yeah so if any you know if you know any information yeah contribute to that sorry i'm just all this, all speculation sorry <laughs> yeah all right we got two more yeah two more here we go ready yeah all right <laughs> you know you know i just want to also say before we finish finish this is that i had more than this that I cut out because I was like, you know, maybe this isn't relevant anymore. <laughs> I had to cut a, cut a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Too. Such is the time. It's all editing, right? So number six, on July 11th in uh, Nanaimo again, <laughs> a young girl reported to be between the ages of 11 and 15. Kind of, kind of fucking weird. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm making a face. I'm just like trying to wait. Probably like, like identity, like hiding, so they have fair. to say like that, an age okay, range. That, that's fair. Sorry. But it's just like I'll that's just a like... huge age range. Yeah, that's like a huge difference. That's like a difference between <laughs> like drive. That's the difference between driving and just hitting puberty. Like that's a massive gap. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really is. <laughs> so between the ages of 11 and 15 was saved from a potential human trafficking or just like sexual inappropriate sexual thing mm. by a 50 year old 53 year old man from the u.s that she evidently met online they met on a platform or app called vsing which i have not heard of and i didn't have time to like look into the whole app because we're just like you know we have to get through this but like it sounds like they were able to like send each other videos and shit and um doesn't it sounds like something that your child should not be on whether Especially if they're only eleven, but hey, the there's I don't know if they're were they fifty if they were fifteen maybe, but <laughs> if they're eleven, don't know. In my opinion, okay. Um, that's, so that's, a couple, um, they were like, just meet. So he came up from the U.S. Um, and they were at, at like a park, like sitting on some bleachers probably like by some like a sport you know where there would be bleachers um and a couple of park workers saw them and thought that the way they were interacting was really suspicious apparently the girl thought she thought thought the man was like in his 20s which wouldn't make it better but he's like 53 <laughs> so it says it's basically vsing malasaya is the first thing that's popping up 10,000 downloads it says for teens yeah, okay, danger zone right there. And it's like it's so sorry. The first... I bet I bet I bet ninety percent of the users are actually old men. Um, okay, so, what, so no, I don't no, want to get derailed. Go, too go much. for it. I was just saying that was the Ashley Madison thing. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> thankfully the park workers saw that things were suspicious and acted on it and weren't like, oh, we should mind our own business. So thank you to those people for doing that. Um, thank you for being on. So the man was arrested, and according to the RCMP, he didn't even like deny his sexual intentions, and he like planned to like had like a hotel booked for later, and like plan like plan to take her that. But somehow, despite this, the police don't have enough evidence to like detain him or keep him in prison. So he was just politely asked to leave the country. I bet you he's a self-proclaimed map. <laughs> 
Um, so he, you mm. know, she's like, oh, well, we can't, we can't arrest you, so please leave Canada. Please leave, please leave please, Canada. Please molest somebody in the Great. U.S. Um, not thankfully, cause, because that, like, when I first read that part where he was just asked to leave, it was like, what the fuck? Well, so, like, and then he can just, what, like, do it again or, like, do it to someone else in America or somewhere else. But so, th- so thankfully the U S Homeland security is now investigating and will likely lay charges against him. Yeah. Like I think that when you get to port, so... it's, it's, I, Oh, here's the thing with that too. Like, I don't, I know, I know Jack shit. Don't listen to me, but I think that like, I think that either when you're not a citizen of the country, charging them by the cat, by another country's laws is like, it's against international law. So like you have to export, I think a lot of the time and like under, unless certain circumstances, but most of the time you have to send them back to the country and then they get dealt with there. I think is how that works. So that's not surprising. Teach your kids, especially girls, not to be sexist about internet safety with strangers. Don't just let your kids have free use of the internet either, maybe. Yeah. Pay attention to what your kids do. Social babysit- media is pretty dangerous. Babysit your kids. Don't give them the internet as a substitute. <laughs> Don't just let them download apps. Read some Jonathan Haidt, for God's sakes. <laughs> Okay, I got one more thing. Go for it. So this is, a, I did save this for last thing, and it's not in chronological order, but that's because it is it is the last thing, and it's venturing out of local waters to Kamloops um, on the mainland. Um, but I thought it was, like, really relevant, especially with this last thing, and things that we that I talk about personally, and that we talked about on the podcast before regarding human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, so on June 21st in Kamloops, a man from Quebec was harassed uh, was, har- was arrested for human trafficking. Yay! Uh, I thought you were going to say harassed for human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, like, that's oh, what kind I of came so. out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was arrested during a traffic stop, which reminds me a lot of the of our like main case that we have a whole I have a whole we have a whole like episode section on. I'll try to insert that um, here. What which, which one? Episode three, are. I think. Um, for the island human traffickers that we do update on and talk about whenever I, whenever I see the news, I haven't, I haven't heard anything since last time I talked mm. about them. So, um, uh, because they were stopped in, so they were coming from the island, human trafficking, a couple girls, and they were traffic stopped in Saskatchewan, which is how they got arrested. So this is, um, he's, tra- he's arrested during a traffic stop. Um, so apparently human traffickers are really fucking shitty drivers. <laughs> Um, they're too distracted trying to keep a human car yeah. on like don't <laughs> Probably, cross, stop crying out the window stop putting up that paper that, that says help that, on the window see, that's why they usually work as a team it's, it seems like this guy's alone it's harder to control people if, if you're all by yourself doing it oh, sorry I want to puke because it's so gross um, it's fucked up yeah um, so he was with the, his victim in the car obviously and the officer traffic stopping him noticed um, that some it was suspicious um, and the man in question is known to be highly combative and and was during this incident, so much so that the Kamloops RCMP had to call in a, quote, heavily armed response team, unquote, just to arrest him. Jesus. Um, yeah, there's absolutely no info about his victim, um, which is fine. Of course not. Um, that's, that's, not yeah. that's, that's not important. So apparently the perpetrator, he has actually several arrest warrants already in Quebec, Ontario, and Manitoba, specifically Winnipeg. <laughs> um, and so he, after being arrested in Kamloops, he was transferred to Winnipeg and awaits court appearances on charges of human trafficking, possession of material benefiting from sexual services, and pro 
curing to provide sexual services. Um, and so I just wanted to tack that on because fucking human trafficking is alive and well. There was, um, an incident in Edmonton as well with a girl who was, um, actually kidnapped. Well, it was, uh, someone she met online just in, in the last month or so. Um, she met a guy online, you know, blah, blah, same thing. And he came up from the U S and actually like abducted her and she was found in the States like thankfully like basically everyone thought she was probably dead because mm-hmm. it was like known that like she was probably kidnapped or whatever and she just like went to school one day but then didn't go to school you know what i mean and her parents had no idea mm-hmm. but um yeah like 20 days later she was found and you know canadian police had to work with the fbi and everything for that case so it's like you know hide your kids hide your wife Human trafficking is a real fucking thing, and well, it, don't it's hide, actually don't, happening right here on the island and like everywhere. Just be careful. Don't hide. Don't don't hide from the world. Be careful. Be smart. No, I was just sorry. I was just uh, you know using an ancient meme. All right. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, sorry. I didn't know that. And that's it. I, I that's didn't... the last thing I want to talk about for local waters. But then at the end, we 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 veered away a little bit. But it's I'm relevant. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm an old man. I don't know the ancient meme. I just get worried about that because again, these human trafficking things are fucked up. And yeah, be careful. But also, don't be like scared of the world. No, I didn't mean that. And that's sorry. That's when you was when you said hide everything. I was like, no, what? I was just no. making. It was, it was making a joke. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't know. The joke flew right over my head because I'm an old man and I'm only learning about the internet. I'm still an internet baby. Aww. It's so You've never cute. seen hide your kids, hide your wife. Never seen it. <gasps> okay, well, when we're on our break, I'm showing it to you. Okay, well, I'm showing you a three minute video of Pierre Polyev right. trying to be trying to relate to <laughs> the youths. Okay, everybody, thank thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Yeah, cheers. Pass us from shoveling all day. So when I was walking through an open field, a ghost had started attacking me that came from a serious farmhouse. So I went to, I killed him and then went inside to investigate a murder mystery that happened with apparently like an entire family got killed after a kid fell down a well or something after being lured out by a witch or a wolf or something like that. And then so for solving the mystery, the ghost gave me their farm because they were so grateful. Wow, you're a farm owner now? Yes. All because I solved a murder mystery. Did that just happen in the last 10 minutes? Uh, it's just been part of my summer so far. Oh, wow. Welcome back to Beyond the Coast. <sighs> Music. Well, welcome back to the Canadian Pyrocast. Now we're starting Beyond the Coast. <sighs> Music. Beyond the Coast. <laughs> That's twice you've been right, Gummy Bear, tonight. Twice more than me. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you. This is why I have you on my side. No, no, come on. Wait, didn't we have a song? We do. Shit. We do have a coat. Well, it's kind of. It's not really a. It's not really a. <laughs> it's not so much of a song. It's more just. I think I like. I think I made it like very like. I have a very echoey like rah, like kind of thing. Like I'm yelling out of the void. No, I thought I like sang a song that I made up about. I might have. I'm not sure if I added that in. I have to double check that. I don't remember what episode it is, so we'll have to come. If you did, if you did, I saved it. Don't worry. If you did, I saved it. Okay. okay. No one can do this, but. Anyway, so starting off with Behind the Course, or sorry, yeah, fuck me, God, starting <laughs> off with Behind the Coast. Behind the Coast. So, yeah, this is, um, okay, first thing. Over the thing, hill and beyond. Over the hill, beyond the coast, beyond the, beyond the coast of the Vancouver Island, what else has been happening in Canada? So, first off, okay, actor from Riverdale, who was also in Diary of a Wimpy Kid oh, when yeah, he was younger. I Ryan Grantham tried, he killed his fucking mom. Oh my god. And then 
tried to okay then he okay then he was so he, he was here's the fucked up thing here's like the really weird thing like he he went on a downward spiral like i think he like he needs intensely no no yeah. he need he needs psychiatric because like like check this like mm-hmm. here's what here's basically so he killed his mom then he was caught with his car with three guns, ammunition, and 12 Molotov cocktails, and a map to Rito College, where Justin Trudeau lives. <laughs> and, like, so he's been arrested, and they weren't able to prove assassination, attempted assassination, but no, he's been... Maybe, maybe he, give that one a pass if, like, he's severely mentally ill. Well, I, that's what I mean, is it seems like, it se- this seems almost like a Ronald, you know, the Ronald Taxi Driver and Ronald Reagan thing, where the dude fell in love with... No. Yeah, I seen the, is that, a, that the movie? You mean the movie? No, no, it's the movie Taxi Driver. In the movie Taxi Driver, I want to say, oh shit, who's the actress? There's a young teenage what actress. Actually... Some dude fell in love with her, and then for some reason he was crazy. And then I think he got inspired by John Lennon. And then tried to shoot Ronald Reagan. Well, he, he shot Ronald Reagan. He tried to kill Ronald I Reagan. Have no idea. That's all historical shit. But I'm just saying though, like this guy. Oh. I think he just. I think this guy was just a mentally unwell thing person. Yeah, that really sucks. That just ended up being like, boom! I'm gonna go shoot a. Paul, I'm gonna go well, shoot. Well, he killed his own now. mom, and then yeah, he like, was, like obviously, like on like, de- like he seems delusional, half baked delusional plan to assassinate Justin Trudeau, which I think they should let that part go. Like, he's... yeah, like that doesn't seem like an assassination attempt. That seems like a mentally that seems like a mentally ill person. That Wasn't like he was spiraled. fired out and he had a bomb in his car and he was like subtly just like oh, I'm just gonna murder my mom first very like that's abruptly so, that's so sad well it's very sad no it's very sad I'm not trying to undermine that I guess I I'm know. just saying though like it's obvious it's like obviously he's not trying to assassinate the prime minister he had a mental breakdown obviously of some sort yeah more than anything again speculating hasn't been like but he's been basically so he's been charged with life in prison for murdering his mom Aww. uh and again, like obviously, I hope that there's re- rehabilitation because this seems this seems like a again this just seems like mm. a breakdown thing. Just because again with the uh, I guess it was the uh, just again the overloading with like Molotov cocktails and everything like he was going out for warfare like Rambo. Like imagine you have a psych uh, like a fucking psychotic break and then you and then you like once you become lucid again you realize that you like killed your mom like yeah. oh my god that's and terrible I, and don't get me wrong i know i was just railing on the teenagers that were like robbing liquor stores and stabbing people but that's different <laughs> that seemed that seemed coordinated this seems like this seems like yeah. kind of this seems like unhinged that's what i'm saying this seems more like kind of semi-coordinated but mostly unhinged and like the overness of it and like either way though mm-hmm. Wow. And again, because because again, like they couldn't really prove, and again, like assassination, like it's pretty, it's pretty clear cut when you prove it. But either way, sorry, I don't want to. That was BC, right? Yeah, I, that was in BC. I shit, I forgot to look up where he's from, but yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, his name was no, Ryan I remember, Grantham. I remember watching a short video, like a news video about it, and yeah, it was definitely like Vancouver area. That's all. <laughs> I don't want to be a dick, but it might be because Riverdale Riverdale's ending now, so he just like <laughs> fuck it. He just like it just oh, the money dear. money's out, just lost it. It's like the worst like a like um the worst attempt at a just just see Smollett copy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh well, That was a bad joke, I'm really sorry. Yeah, that was yeah. That was terrible. This, this guy actually seemed like he actually had some some, some issue happening. Uh, you know, I regret Sorry. I regret that as soon as I said it. You know what? It's okay though. It's okay to say <laughs> it's okay to say things that don't land, Gummy Bear. It's all part of just trying uh, to make you jokes. You win some, you lose some. That's just how jokes work. I make, I make so many jokes that don't land on this podcast <laughs> that we air that I'm like, shit. Why did we leave that in? Fuck. Got yeah. it on. It's all part of the fun. Anyway, sorry. Next next thing though, Rogers bed shit. So. 
As you may have heard, a third of Canada lost Wi-Fi, right. mobile, telecommunications. Sorry, I thought you were saying a real name. I thought you were saying someone's name called Roger Bedshit. Yeah, and no, it is unfortunate because like, there's like... There's <laughs> that Sha- sounded there's like a name. <laughs> Shaw, Telus, Bell, Rogers, although some of them are owned by... I don't know which one's owned which, but basically... So, uh, Roger's Bedshit. There are three telecommunication companies that basically run all of the Wi-Fi, interact internet, and shit for Canada... It's a mono- It's essential. It's an oligopoly, basically yeah. one step shy of being a monopoly. And it was actually I have a separate. I have a separate segment of like saved things in my notes here for the future podcast. One's is called Canadian monopolies, like eggs, milk. It's all in there, and it's something I eventually <laughs> want to touch on. But it's yeah, it's, we have it, a, it's quite a time a few thing. Of those, hey? But my point is though that yeah, so this one, this particular telecommunications was fucking crazy and this is like think about and again like I, some of it was a pain in the ass like oh i couldn't watch my porn today or i couldn't buy <laughs> or i couldn't buy groceries when i was using my internet card for like obviously like the debit and shit like that but like the worst one this is the fucked up I'm, i was I'm, lucky i had changed that data by lunch otherwise i would have been starving yeah and i'm not trying to be an asset i'm not trying to be a jackass with this too because like the fucking scary thing 911 was down Think about that really? shit. Really, I didn't even hear. Nine one one was down. Like it's a fucking shit show, and this was, and that was in that oh, was yeah, in the no, worst that, area. Not here though. It was like in Ontario. So it was in the it was in the worst yeah. areas because it's again it's divided up. It's kind of like the most population where there's probably like the most need for yeah. And again, services. imagine being imagine being robbed by some fucking teenagers and you can't call nine one one because Canada because the all the the mobile oligopoly is like to donate a lot of money You've to been the liberal parties times, and lobby so. and give money and be like, oh hey, we let's like fucking overcharge. Canadians give them shitty service. Yeah, sorry, Rogers. Yeah, you know what? Now it's going to happen is every time someone downloads our podcast, it's so it's gonna, every time someone downloads our podcast, it's going to be like fucking get flagged and stagnated. Um, the funny thing is that Telus has been flexing and like, like sending out emails and stuff like our fucking service is secure. Like, hey, fuck you, Rogers, because they're like competing. Funny thing the about one that. One thing that I thought when this happened, sorry to interrupt, I go for it. No, no, go tell me. It. I have my stuff but written when, down. When this happened, is what I thought was like. It was like, okay, I'm reading all, the, I'm reading the news about it. It's happening. Like, what's going on? And they're like, we don't know when it's going to be fucking fixed. It's like, okay, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were worried it was going to be like over the weekend. And it's like, okay, well, friendly reminder, everybody have some emergency cash if you can stashed away somewhere just in case the fucking whole bank system goes down. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was, why the fuck does is okay? So every bank in Canada uses the exact same internet service. Every, all of them. So all I, of them. I can elaborate on this because I uh, one of the one I found a I found a pundit that was commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And basically, so and so some of this. So I'm going to start off with some of the, so I'll start off with some of the stuff that's speculation, but then something really that happened that's like obviously the sketchy thing. So the thing is, the a lot some experts some experts have said that. There's so much redundant that it sh- that much shouldn't have gone down because Rogers is saying, Rogers is saying that we did an update and it fucked everything for a bit until we fixed it, mm-hmm. and then there are some experts, there are some tech experts saying that no, there's so much redundancy and backups and shit into these texts that tech tech things that piggyback off each other that like that much shouldn't have happened just from a single fucking update and it shouldn't have taken right. so long to fix because for the first four or five hours Rogers was like we don't know how long it's going to take to fix. It was all day. So, and then it was out for all, it was out for all the day. So I remember checking at five o'clock and they still didn't know. So what they're suspecting is it was a cyber attack, but that doesn't look good for business or Canada. So they're hiding it? Yeah. It was Russia. So 
probably for you doing that Actually, accent. It probably was. <laughs> it's, it's definitely for doing that accent, but they're they for personal vendetta. Uh, I was gonna say though, but so the CBC was interviewing a Roger uh, Rogers rep about it, and kudos to her. She was asking him some hardball questions about the monopoly because they're also trying to merge with they're also trying to do a merger with Shaw, and not mention that. So now instead of a third, it'll be like what? oh fuck yeah. So let's let's give them sixty percent and become a fucking monopoly. And so and that's and so she started asking him about that, be like, hey, so what about like growing monopoly and your merger with Shaw and how does this affect that? And then the guy was like, oh, sorry, I can't take any more questions. Sorry. The guy was like, oh, sorry, I can't take any more questions. Uh, I have to, uh, we're really busy right now fixing everything, so I gotta go. And this is on fucking live TV. He, he, like, he, he ended this shit. Basically, but Trudeau has the power to be like, cut my, cut the reporter. Like, snip the reporter. And that's when, that's when the Rogers guy, the same guy, I guarantee you, the same guy, he's the one that, like, disconnects them. Because right. he's, like, the tech guy with, like, the headset and the turtle, black turtleneck. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, jokes aside, this is an obvious issue for Canada. All and cl- as cliche as always. All to be fair, actually, this is something that I think all the political parties agree on, except for the Liberals. So I think the Conservatives and NDP, because mm-hmm. the NDP are like nationalize it, which I would be in favor for, because it's nowadays internet is kind of an essential service, so to speak, and all it these is. tech things. No, it is. So it's like there's a strong argument for that it should be nationalized and every, everyone now. should be accessed. And I, I agree with that. I agree with that, too. So I'm in favor of nationalizing. Conservatives, and again, particularly Pierre Polyev, break up the companies, antitrust, make independent ones. I'm also in favor of that. I can't argue with either of those. The only ones I argue with are the li- are the liberals who are like, things are fine as they are. We'll just keep taking some money from you guys. Thank you so much. Um, just on the fact of it being an essential service, if anyone out there doesn't know, um, there is a low-income, actually subsidized internet program in Canada. If you're low-income, you can get it for $10 a month from a couple different providers. Uh, however, if you use a ton of internet, it's not worth it. I gotcha. Is that what's, is that what's on the ship, or is that... Uh... No, I don't use that. Okay. Um, I've I looked into it because yours is like, better than yours is better than like, mine. Oh. But the thing is, is like it only cover like it's only like if you really only like use bi- internet for basic stuff, right? Um, that it would be worth it t- to save a lot of money, um, because it's like a there's a limit of like how much you uh, gigabytes or whatever you can use, and mm-hmm. like well, basically the ship household uses almost a terabyte a month, so okay, I, I would have to pay pay overage fees instead of. My internet price has, like, I have, like, I pay, like, an extra 10 bucks a month to have unlimited data. Right. <laughs> so I don't have to pay for extra data because, like I said, it, it's, it ranges between 500 gigabytes and a terabyte per month, depending mm. <laughs> on what's going on. Winter's the worst, but yeah. So I, gotcha. I can't, so that wouldn't be worth it for me personally, but if anyone out there is listening who just uses basic internet at home to listen to podcasts, maybe, or like, you know, some Netflix here and there and like basic internet mm-hmm. um, banking stuff and you, you can apply to, to be in the, in the $10 program. That's cool. Because I just want to say, as a, in regards to that gummy bear, because your 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 internet is much better than mine when I'm on the main ship. <laughs> when I'm on the away ship, I have Telus, and they suck. Okay, and moving I have on. Telus, but I don't know what's wrong with your Telus. <laughs> Telus, my, my Telus hates I, me because no, I, I say I they pay, suck. I think I like actually just pay more for like the the better like speed or whatever. Because I know it. that the ship needs it. That know. might be it. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure though. It's, it's all that. It's all playing all that Fall Guys. <laughs> That's been doing us in. <laughs> 
Okay, so anyway, that was it. So that was the thing. And again, shout out to uh, David Dole, the Rational National YouTuber. But he's uh, he did a okay. good little segment on that too. If anyone wants to have more punditry commentary on that, John Horgan or Horg, sorry Horg Hogan, is stepping down as premier because he has cancer. Oh yeah, yeah. So that'll be a while. I think it's not immediate, but so I that's mean, a... I mean, I think it's about. I think we're coming up to the about the, about the right time for a new election, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not like I don't. It's um, it just is what it is, and because again, I'm, I keep poking fun at his and name. you know we you know we we do make fun of him, but like you know. I've got no bad beef. I've actually, have you? Well, he's actually done things I I support in BC. Like, he's done a few things where I'm just like, yeah, like, I I don't actually, as as much as I joke about his name, I don't actually dislike him as a politician. Again, I think he's more of a liberal, but just he's NDP because he can have a seat there and be the premier. It's rational for him to, like, also just be stepping down when he knows it's time. Of course. For, like, what he's going through. So, yeah, the time's really good. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. And I do hope, I do wish him the best, though. Like, yeah. That's, that's not. That's not fun for anybody to go through. He's not just like, I need to prove my make or make my legacy as premier of BC. Let's invade Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> Civil War Canada. <laughs> and an audience of three members. Yeah. You, me, and Tippy. So she can so she can make fun of it in her Mystery Science Theater podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after that, sorry, moving on to uh oh fun. Oh, this is actually a, well, this is a fun one. So you remember remember when Trudeau declared the emergency act so that he could deal with the trucking protesters that were partying the streets with their hot tubs and hooting and hollering and dressing up Terry Fox in like a baseball cap and an upside down Canadian flag and stuff like that. Again, you don't disgrace. Terry I don't. Fox, I, I, again, man. like I, I know. I know. I, I actually. I, I do, didn't like that. I, I agree with that too. Actually, Look, looking back, and I then, thought I, that was rude and unnecessary. I think all of it is. Stu- I think here's the thing. I think no matter what your cause is, bringing Terry Fox into it is silly because he was just. It was like he's <laughs> not related to remotely to your cause. He ran. He tried to live across Canada for with cancer. Kudos to him. He's tougher than me. But he's like, and he, and he, so that has nothing to do with anyone's fucking cause. And anyone saying that he would have supported my cause, you don't fucking know that. And so each shit, it's like the blocking the road thing. It just brings negative. Yeah. If you, it, 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 muddy, it negative, muddies the waters. Unnecessary negative attention to, yeah. to what, something that you're trying to bring positive attention to or like, you know, yeah. recognition to. Then you're just you're just fucking shooting yourself right in the foot. Yeah, right? whether it's an upside down Canadian flag or the fucking Pride flag, wrapping around Terry Fox is not relevant to your fucking cause. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, so that's kind of my that's my I think my new and in, probably ongoing stance. Because I know before I was like, yeah. oh, what's the big deal? But like reflecting on it, I'm like, no, it's like it has nothing to do with anyone's fucking cause. It's yeah, Terry it Fox. He's a, he's it his was own all thing. All over the internet as negative. Unless um, it was so cancer based. Cancer people are allowed to wrap their shit around him because that is fair. Because <laughs> that is in the lane of what he supported. I would oh, be okay Jesus with that. Christ. Okay. I don't know if cancer people have a flag, but let's maybe no. they need a flag. No, they don't. Not everything needs a fucking flag. <laughs> it's inter- everyone has a national no, day. Why not needs, a flag? Just, the flag thing is so, weird. Sorry, back to declaring emergency the emergency act on Canada. So actually, because of that though, we've actually dropped in a ranking, so to speak, where we're no longer in the top ten most peaceful nations. Oh no! <laughs> and this is because apparently declaring protesters terrorists gives you negative points for having more terrorists in your country. This is a real thing. This is a real fucking news article I found. Shocked Pikachu. I got it. I'll see if I can find. I'll see if I can find this entity, but it's fucking hilarious. But basically, so here I want to say out what the ranks are, ending with where we are now. So we're twelfth, but the most peaceful countries apparently. Iceland, this is an order, sorry, descending order from first to us. Iceland, New Zealand, Ireland, Denmark, Austria, Portugal, Slovenia, 
Czech Republic, Singapore, Japan, Switzerland, and Canada. And I want to say, I'm pretty sure in Singapore, if you insult the king, you get, like, lifetime in jail. That's Thailand. Oh, fuck me. Why am I... Oh, shit. Okay, sorry about that. Fuck me for getting that mixed up. No worries. Does Singapore have a king, though? I have no idea. I, I, okay, I just Google know it's that. like the the king of Thailand you, is like... You no, know, you are right. It's a Thailand thing. But I just remember hearing... I've heard multiple things about that. Or like, you make fun of the king of Thailand, you'd like death penalty, basically. <laughs> Publicly hung, I think. I'll have to Google that and see if I'm fucking talking shit. But okay. Anyway, though. So point is, though. And again, I think that it's... I think that this is one of those things where we have such a low population that any kind of weird dumb thing kind of will affect our ranking because of the population density based on yeah. our land mass. Yeah, that's true. And that's the same thing with like crime in the island where I was joking earlier about like, I'm wondering if it's going to be like now for the next 10 years, the most likely place you're going to die is going to be Vancouver Island just oh, because Nima, of the last Nima two Nima months. was on the top 10 like a few years back and it's like, okay, like I know it's like getting worse there or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's it's not that bad in compared like to the big cities. It can yeah. be, but it's just the population thing that like skews those numbers. It's also like statistically how what are the odds of that happening to you and that's yeah and then too, BC, right? like throughout bc like most of the ones like other than prince george haha um <laughs> <laughs> the other ones that are higher on the list are like even lower popular like or like even north like a hundred mile and like even less like northerner and like less densely populated will be, be higher up williams lake always mm-hmm. always always really high up on that list um and it's like yeah, that's because there's no one there well, and I'd argue with Prince George too. And it's like, hey, maybe just it's all the crazy people. <laughs> They're like, it's a small Prince George is like a medium sized. No, no, it's like a medium sized city, but it's the most populated city that far north in BC. So it has a really weird population well, I've never metric. Been like there, that. but like you, like I imagine it's bigger than here, right? No, yeah, it's bigger than here. Or bigger than Nanaimo. Right? No, it's big. It's bigger than here. It's more spread out. Like, there's a lot more driving yeah. in Prince George. Like it's basically a transport. It's a. Tra- it's basically a waypoint for like flights and yeah. highways in Canada, essentially, and BC. Mm. Anywhere far north, because I've been to the, I've been to northern BC. Desolate as fuck, man. It's oh, like oh, I know. Yeah, there's, there's nobody there. <laughs> anywhere. Everything's a tourist trap because you don't know the next time you're going to see a place to sleep unless you're yeah. comfortable sleeping in your yeah. car. Population towns of like it's fucking da- fifty and, and people. It is more dangerous. Because... Well, because like if you get if you get in a car accident, you're fucked because hopefully someone passes you in the next hour and a half, maybe. Maybe yeah. if you're lucky. But you see, like one person every hour was what I think I averaged it out to. I mean, this is like 10 years officer, ago. You just always had to be so safe. Right. We didn't. We sped at like 2120 the entire time because there's nobody on the goddamn road. There's nobody, even at that, one person every hour. Shit, you not gonna be bare. Because, oh my god, okay, never mind. Sorry, no, and just shout out to like the um, hot springs up north though because that's where I got to go because I got to go to an authentic Ooh. hot spring in my 20s. That was a lifelong dream. Uh, sounds nice. Oh, it was great. Uh, moving on. Okay, more national news. Uh, so we're arming Ukraine while being one of the lowest paying members towards our own armed forces in NATO. Super. So that's just interesting. This let the people make your own opinion on that. <laughs> uh, everybody, <laughs> we well, should do that with everything we say. <laughs> I mean, I think that's. I think yeah. It's just it's like, like I don't. I just want to say anything more on that. Just let that. That should always be true. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you shouldn't even have to say that. Just always make your own opinion of whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I just want to let that. We're not set, fucking though. influencers. Well, that's, I just want to again. That, sorry, that one keeps bugging me more and more, especially with the thing, like with the NATO thing. Like, oh, we don't even like support. We don't even pay our own. Oh, I, like again, we have a decent military, but like most of it's based mm. on alliances. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to do that. Uh, PEI is having a doctor shortage, but not even for people just moving. It's from, like, leaving the profession, like we the talked about. The whole country is having a fucking doctor shortage. Yeah. It was actually something that... Each province has its own versions, and we talked about ours. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, though, because I think that COVID... COVID burnt like out... fucked. COVID burnt out 
all the medical people in all of the world. But then also a shit ton of people died, so there's like work placement shortage in there, just because even if it's like small in like less than one percent, if you think what well, less than one percent of six billion people, it's a fuck ton of death and jobs that are empty and so on. Sorry. Oh, uh, the government is also trying to get some people to pay back their cert, get their cert payments back from some Canadians, and sending them things like, "Hey, you owe us this much money for CERB." <laughs> We fucked up, but pay us that money back. Well, I could say, speaking of working with some people that got served payments that don't have jobs and never had jobs and still don't have jobs and just spent the money and now it's gone. They're not getting that money back. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I definitely did see a lot of people talking about um, people they knew who weren't eligible collecting it and being like free money and it's like that wasn't what it was mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well, we should is it okay if i say go for it. that we we did we did both have served for a time no we both got served for a bit um, yeah like, like, like we, 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 we lost our jobs though we lost our well we both lost yeah. our job we were cook we were cooks and we lost our jobs like it and, was, and, like we i were... just applied for ei and then i was like automatically served because same thing that came in right after that was the exact same thing yeah, happened so to me i was just you know and it was temporary and like i'm back we're both back to work now Mm. and it wasn't like oh you don't want to work you know that's fucking bullshit and you took like you took a bit longer than me because you had certain circumstances that took like to get your like your things in order before you get a job that worked out with Mm -hmm. with what's happening but i was able to get i got back to work when i could it was tough finding somewhere that would um accommodate the schedule that i needed so yeah and that's why you know it's like working out now though and you're like working and you went back to school instead i did went back to school but i did i did also go back to i started working and like i started cooking for i started feeding i started cooking the homeless for the homeless in the colmox valley in an i started cooking the homeless for the homeless i'm recycling secret if you if you if you use use humans it's recycling and zero (laughs) animals were harmed in the making of it so it's vegan too it's vegan hamburgers (laughs) you grind up humans no animals were harmed Point is though, I've people. revolutionized. I've revolutionized the serving of homeless food in the most expedited way. You drive around town in a really fast van, and you throw food at them. And when you get really advanced, you get take a ladle of soup and you curve it like in Wanted, and you get a ball of soup land right in their face. And then you feed the homeless. <laughs> it's the most expedited feeding Jesus program we have Christ. in all of the Comox Valley. Oh my God. Captain Kid, I'm kidding. I just cook in a. I just cook in a shelter. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying though, and like that's what I'm saying. Where I've had I've had people that talk to me, they're like, "Yeah, I got it," and I was like, "I know for a fact they did not have any shit job. They were doing other things." Yeah. But it was, and then it actually really pissed me off. Sorry, because one said one time, like, "Oh, it was great for me." I was like, "Yeah, cool. A lot of people lost their livelihood, but you got some free money. Like a little bit, fuck you." But I, I mean, anyone who didn't, who received it. Who received money illegitimately and then are getting docked by, you know, because I haven't gotten emails of having to pay anything. Yeah, back I haven't either. Because I received it illegitimately. Yeah. But anyone who is getting getting that, like, auditing, if you will, and and is found needing to pay them back, like, they're basically just not going to get a tax return for a few years. Like, that's how, it, how it'll work. Okay, I wasn't sure. Cause if it, they well, owe the government money... The government's like, and they don't, and they don't actively pay it out of their own pocket. However, mm. they earn money, whatever income they come from, it will come from their tax returns or, oh, okay. or other. 
stuff, yeah. Okay, and, like, to bring it up, like, the person I know that brought this up to me is a really good friend of mine that is, like, and she was, she legitimately lost her job, and she was, like, she was, like, us, worked and lost her job, and this thing, like, got back on it when she could, also a student. But then she's getting dinged for it. For, she got emails. She's been getting emails from the government. And she had a couple other people but she knows. But she had it legitimately? She had it legitimately. My thing's anecdotal. But it's, uh, well, then yeah. The, then the government, obviously, for her circumstances, were, has questions about it. And mm. if she can, like, I'm sure she can yeah. figure it out where she'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I've had oh, problems fair. with that with, like, the CRA, where it's just, like, you, you know, that's bureaucracy good to know. bullshit, right? I'm no, sure, it's good to know. I'm sure, like, she'll be able to figure that out. No, it's good to know. But at the same time, too, anybody that would be, like, that didn't deserve it, they're likely the kind of person that that money's gone they're not getting that money back and like it'll be, I'm not garnished, sure. off, it'll be garnished off their tax returns if they don't pay if they but if you but, but if you don't pay taxes if you're living off ei do you pay taxes like if you're living off ei if they don't nothing pay taxes else. then they'll just accrue interest maybe uh, who knows i don't know i don't know how either. long it takes in canada for like if you like if you like don't do your taxes for the government to be like you know well that's why i don't know because i don't know like if you sorry i made up... a i made a physical gesture instead of saying words and then i said you know and it was like we're on a podcast and you can't see me so it was just like Tee-hee. before the government is like hey what's up like audits you or like you know uh, the whatever the cra does something about it i don't know how long that fucking shit takes i don't know anybody who's ever done that so in mm. canada i don't know yeah and again i don't know either i just my question would be that and we can move on after this but mm-hmm. it was just that like if somebody is on EI and nothing else, like they don't work, they're just living off EI and maybe like disability or something well, like you can that. Only, you can only do EI for a few, like a year. I don't know. Like whatever, whatever government, like, or not EI, sorry. I didn't mean to say EI. Uh, fucking welfare. Uh, income assistance. Income assistance. Thank you. Sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know what it's called. I don't remember what it was called in Canada, but if you're on income assistance, so you're not working to make money, do you get taxed off that money, or is that, because if that money's coming straight from the government, is it already taxed, or do you pay taxes on that? You that's, don't, I don't think you pay taxes on so it. So that's yeah. what I mean, though. So if you're on income assistance, you don't pay taxes, essentially. Generally, if you have a whole year where you're on income assistance, you're not going to owe anything in taxes. Mm. And I guess why I'm bringing it up is because a lot of the residents in my workplace, they're, I, they're permanently, like, at the very most when they get work, it's like odd jobs and shit like that, but in a couple, I've like gotten, like, two have gotten a job and moved out. Yeah. Most of them are just living off income assistance forever, and it's just yeah. part of part of it is issues that are beyond control, and it is what it is, and that's part of the I mean, reason why like I like my job. Is a little bit different than income assistance, so it's a combination as of these. A, lo- a lot of them is a, co- a combination of these things. I just don't know what it gets taxed if it comes from the government. My money is that if your paycheck comes from the government, essentially, uh, then what is that, does that get taxed? I just don't know how that works, and we can move on. Generally after that. not. Okay, and that's so then it would be accurate to say that like and they, the, don't, the they, they don't pay was, taxes. See, even in with EI, it's usually you get the already taxed amount or something, mm. um, and then you receive like a some sort of tax form from EI as well, right? Um, because it is so the the difference between CERB, which was like the big thing when it first started, was that this is not this is um like the fact that it was like a flat amount for everybody no matter what mm-hmm. you earned two grand is not normal for ei at all because like ei i think is like 40 percent of what you already made yeah or something like that i can't remember mm-hmm. um but then so this was just like a flat rate for everybody and then there was no taxes on it so then like there was plenty of news out there about make sure like like put like you're gonna have to pay at least the the part that you're talking about now where people have to pay back the full amount that they maybe have illegitimately gotten, or some or some of it back yeah um is is different but but the, there was a lot of news and like 
for a whole year, I kept seeing posts and news articles reminding people basically that this was not taxed and that you would have to pay back at least a portion for the taxes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think mine was like 600. I do remember doing that. Something too. like that. Like, yeah. Um, of the taxes. And I remember I, I would put some money away every time because I knew I was going to have to pay that back. Weird. Oh yeah, sure. Just, uh, I have one more thing before my next thing. So can I just finish my last thing? We need to take a break to cool down the room a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. But here's my last thing. Is that... So, because this is brought up by my mom, actually, and I do want to talk about it for a second here. So it was that voluntary Victoria tax. That story was like... Right, you did mention this to me. Yeah, that story's months old, first off. It was like... It was in like May or March or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it was actually pretty old, but it is interesting. But you didn't have a... You did not send me an oracle or anything about it. Shit. I did ask you to do that. Fuck. I am so sorry about that. I have it saved. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure I can find well, it again. Maybe we can mention it again later, but, I am but so do, sorry. A, do a synopsis. Yeah, so anyway, though, so what this is, is in Victoria, they prop- they propose as a completely optional property tax where you can volunteer between 5 and 10% of your property tax to go to the Victoria, I'm sorry if I butcher this, Songhees and Esquimalt? Ex- Esquimalt. 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 Okay, so I did find that right. Mm-hmm. Nations. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, I did write down. This was in March and April with a couple different things. It was like CTV, CBC, kind of commenting on it. Cliche. I thought this was interesting, though, because... I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. As I'm not a fan of the concept of reparations, because it never made sense to me to tax people that had nothing to do. Again, like, I'm not saying colonization was fine and all that kind of shit, but I'm saying, like, if you, have nothing to, if you had nothing to do with it, it's kind of a hard justification to be like to help a thing or to help any kind of any uh, people that were just i don't see i feel like an asshole talk saying that's you know what i mean like i'm not afraid it is a difficult subject what i think is instead of taxing individuals who had nothing to do with it um we like the government needs to make those reparations with oh hey like maybe uh, especially, especially in like Ontario, like the the reservations that are like way out of the way, rural, like way the fuck out of the way. Like here, our reservation, like on the island, most of our towns has has a reservation. It's like built, but in. it's like part of the town. Like it's like not like a separate area. It's not like fucking an hour drive out the fuck in the middle of nowhere where they don't have tap water. Even if you which count- is the problem with the with the other parts of Canada. Where that is, like, such a big problem. And it's like, okay, well, reparations need to be maybe just, like, fucking providing quality of life and not making it a separate issue of, like... We're gonna give you you the money and you do what you want and not our problem anymore. No, like, we're, like, like, there are, they are, they are a part of this fucking country and they're not in the reservation separate fucking in the bumfuck nowhere fucking dying and committing mass suicides. Because they don't fucking, they can't even bathe. Or they have to spend, like, a ridiculous amount of money on bottled water just to drink water. Like, they have to dry, you know? It's actually really crazy, some of the situations um, in certain in certain community, communities and reservations. And we don't see that here on the island, right? Like, the Comox, um, the Comox People res- Reservation, it's just right there, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's part of the town it's yeah well I, don't, I was gonna comment it's not the same i was gonna comment that even if you account for like say this town this is an old old logging town from like 100 years ago even accounting for town growth it's pretty close to the town like it's really like any if you are even account for the town growing and eventually like ev- enveloping the reservation within its expansion literally property, it's, it was already it, it was already close in the reservation here in comox 
the Kamox Reservation, there's literally like houses in the reservation that are right next to houses that aren't. I will say it. The Buttery House is the best weed in Kamox Valley. Oh my god, yeah. Best weed, best edibles. Check it out. Best prices on the reservation. Best place. (laughs) But also watch out for cops because they can like jack your shit because it's not in a government sealed container. True story. Watch out for that shit. Jeez. I'm Tippy. Tippy. No, you're right, honey. This is not the time to be singing NWA though, Tippy. (laughs) That's my. Sorry. So I just want to say about this tax thing though. Yeah. Sorry. No, you want to break on me, bear. Just a quick one. Uh, I know, but I'm just saying we'll finish and then this section break. Mm -hmm. So with the whole taxing, I just find this interesting as a concept because, again, I agree with you. Now I was bumbling my words and I want to just copy and paste and say I agree with you. Where I'm more like, Mm -hmm. no, bring up the bring up the quality of living, give them the standard life. Like, again, providing Wi-Fi and shit like that. Like, the thing that to live a quality of life that we can all, like, that we can all agree on is, like, the bare minimum in a country as that has as many resources as, yeah. as good, of, as decent of an economy as, as we do. Are we a first world country or fucking not? Well, I think we're a first world country that got lucky. For, like, everybody. But either way, we can still, we can do pretty good for a second world country, too. That aside, my point is, though, <laughs> that... Uh, so yeah, like I bumbled my words, like I don't agree with the concept of reparations, but I do think that, and I do think if they are, come from things like, like, okay, if the Hudson Bay Company was still ever uh, like a very powerful thing, they're not, but if they were, <laughs> fucking take it from them because yeah, they're still an entity that's around. Yeah. Just like there's companies in America that benefited and profited off slavery that are still chilling, profiting and off different form of it. But going into Canada, the government is the biggest body I see, right? I'd say, or maybe make it so being a politician is like, you don't, you barely make money because your pay as a politician is like this slash for generally, because again, too, because most politicians have second jobs anyway, because like, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be motivated by the money in politics. Or yeah. again, because I'm sorry, there's a whole thing of stories about Trudeau wasting money on partying in the G7. Sorry, different thing. <laughs> My point though is that, yeah, so I'm just trying to say that I find this is an interesting experiment because if it's voluntary, See how many people actually like would actually do it, and if it's going to be like a very small number, it's going to be like oh, not enough people care, or if it's going to be like well, when we, you... here's what I find weird. Sorry, Sorry. one last thing: five and ten percent is fucking huge on a property tax. Like, why wouldn't you be like you can do whatever percent? Like, if someone wants to do one percent, because maybe somebody can't do five percent, but they want to, right? So I don't know why it doesn't seem like a sliding bar thing. But go on. Well, the thing of the thing the the thing about like ta- um um uh. uh going for reparations for from individuals is like okay well then how do you decide like how much they owe based on their ethnicity to the other ethnicity right like do you test their dna um or like quiz them on how long they've been in canada like well maybe if you own the property you know like what about what about a new immigrant who comes to Canada this year? Do they owe repara- reparations to the natives? Well, that's where it gets mucky, and that's why I think I don't agree with them at all because it gets way yeah. too mucky. But speaking of that too, because again, my family, like my family, is all immigrants. Like my family, mm-hmm. have no colonized family from Most here. Most of They're Canada all... is, and a lot of them are, and yeah, and that's kind of another thing too. Most so... people have at least a little bit of native in them too. For like, if you're like so, sorry, but like multi generational. Like if you're mm-hmm. like if you're if your if your family has been in, in Canada for a certain amount of time like a few generations there's probably at least one person yeah you know 
um, <laughs> who's who's native. Statistically, to, in, in it's in likely that, in that in that in that family tree somewhere. Yeah, it's just it's likely it's a statistical likely. Which is why I also have a problem with like super white people being like, "I'm native." <laughs> I'm, one, I'm 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 one eighth. When it's I, like it's like you had one person in your whole family tree. You can't just like I'm one eighth. I think that's actually rude. Well, I think it's funny. I think it's funny because I think the common one for that in Canada is Métis. I think that's actually rude to like the. Oh, I think it's incredibly rude. But <laughs> it's like it's because also like oh, are you a part of that tribe? Are you a part of them? Because again, like it's not a thing. Like even being yeah, even being. So that's actually a misconception. Sorry, I just want to end on this because that's a misconception mm-hmm. I learned about in the last couple of years. I thought was fascinating yeah. is that even just being a bloodline to a certain native band doesn't make you part of that native band. Sometimes, like that's sometimes that's part of your requirement. Sometimes it's not. Like every native band is fucking different. They have different yeah, requirements. And there's, there's hundreds makes of them. You. It's and the Canadian status thing is completely fucking separate, which is a fucking gross I'm thing. I'm still learning itself. about new tribes that that have been have like that exist on this on the island, let alone the whole of fucking Canada. Yeah, honestly. they're basically like indigenous communities were that's basically what I said a, they were basically about, a scattershot like, across about, like, Canada. The fact, like, that, the fact that everywhere the, the culture was destroyed upsets me because we lost a huge part of history we lost just so much like like not it's like okay the culture is one thing but then there's also the just historical knowledge of what the fuck happened between like like the different communities and like wars that they had was the giant that we have no idea but like they probably had their own like world war one and we don't fucking know about it and i bet it was epic well, that's the thing. Sorry. Well, sorry, that's one thing I always wonder Did about. Did I say this before? Because I just think that like you that, never have, like, but I'm actually fascinated about by that this. Shit would be so fucking cool, and now we can't. Well, again, so I love it because it's a misconception that like there's some in some things it's like oh, like, oh it's like it was really a perfect. Sucks. Losing a lot of things. Some people, sucks, but some losing people... the history is the worst part. Oh, I kind of—that's the thing. That's a point of. I I think about here and there, but I think you've articulated the best again, once Thank again. You. Like that was really well. No, you've never, said, you've never said to me. You're, you're, you're fire. You are fire today. <laughs> you're lit, as the kids say. Oh yes. What I was gonna say though is that the. Because I, so, mo, uh, like, some, obviously, and this also kind of goes in depending on where your ideology lies, but some people will say, no, it was a peaceful, peaceful, utilitarian society where everyone was fine and nobody, and they, they had, they had other, they had other kin and third no. spirits back in the day and it was no one judged anybody the, and it was from fine the and that we know it was, they had it was, like complex governments they had governments they had their own tra- trading system monies well in different like we're talking about like i guess north america i just want to say just north america i mm-hmm. know there's some of that in south america too but, yeah and in and in australia as well but um that whole like they there were systems that we, we just don't fucking know the details about and i want yeah, and I want to. It's almost and it's like frustrating. That's frustrating. <laughs> I want. I, I would want to know that too because it's almost like a. It's almost like a more modern Aztec culture where it's like, what the fuck? What? No, no, sorry, not Aztec. Uh, what? What am I thinking? Uh, sorry, I fucked it up. Not Aztec. Mm-hmm. And the anecdote's not working. I gotta cut that. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking. I'm thinking of a different one, but Error. like, just think about ancient like. Yeah, that's like lost yeah. history. But my point though with it is that the. I I my I take on the thing where I'm like I. Take a take on everything is I'm sure the majority of them were fine as most humans are. However, there's a percentage of humans that are five percent are asshole pieces of shit <laughs> that also will rally people. And humans are also as much as they're good, they're also stupid. So they tend to do groupthink, and I don't think it was a utopia where everything was fine. I think that Absolutely they had right. they had their own issues that because it was all lost to history. So all we can do is speculate. But I I don't yeah. believe that. It was a utopia of any kind, just because they were untouched by the European man. Because no, I'm I think sure that it was hard all, work. all humans all over Earth were pieces of shit at some points or another. Like, you know, the very humans little are all that humans. we do know well, indicates the... that there was warring, you know, factions Col- and we... countries almost like nations within nations. 
so cool. Humans are different. We have different cultures. <laughs> we have different cultures. We're all individuals that are different from each other, but we're all the same species and we all have the same tendencies. And that's all. Exactly. That's my that's my point. And that's I think that's a good place to end off. But yeah, well, let's take a break. We have to. And we're back. We're back. Back again. Gummy's back with a friend. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> So, uh, my next segment here, it's named Inflation Pun. <laughs> so, you may have heard, and there's inflation in Canada. It's yeah, a thing. that kind of heard or noticed. Prices are up and all that. <laughs> so, Pierre Polyolive is, he's trying to make just inflation a thing, kind of like Gretchen Wiener and Fetch from Mean Girls. It's in all his videos. He's, it's not just inflation. Crazy, it's just yeah. inflation. Pokemon, go to the polls. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I, yeah, man. It's, it's um, yeah, it's almost as bad as when Justin called it the the she session. To be fair, no, she session. Where I want to give it credit she-session. is that it's more, it no, no, it's, it is arguably <laughs> better. It's still bad, but it's arguably better than that because, okay, Hillary's sentence is. An awkward, awkward. She hers she's was, a lot older. She was, you know, hers was like a really awkward. I have no idea what this is. My team told me about this delivery. <laughs> Justin Trudeau just makes up words because he doesn't know very many. <laughs> Pierre Polyev, like, if you you could say that's just inflation. That's just inflation. That actually functionally is actually a clever. It's clever. It's annoying, but it is. Yeah, our, it's more it's clever. Similar. It's. I think it's. I think it's bad, but it's more clever than the other two. Is my point. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Just because, on, but again, I'm not sure, like, what's it called again when it's like the whole thing when one word is the same way spelled backwards? That's what it makes me think of. It's not that, but it's, you know what I mean? Palindrome. Palin- palindrome. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. yeah. Palindrome, palindrome. <laughs> anyway, or palindrome. Whatever you <laughs> Sorry, my point is well, that's what I mean. It's more, it's more like that. And go moving on from there. But it was basically... He, um, it's okay. So I'm kind of get. I'm interested in his. Okay, again, just going down his political strategy because it makes me think of like very like Jugmeek Singh was very social media. He was the NDP Reddit hero and shit like that. <laughs> but actually, funny thing, just quickly touching on that, going back to NDP Reddit, Desla now they have like a quarter of who I they who they that, had. Yeah. And I think it was. I I think people. Are, I think maybe campaign people, surge campaign surge but also maybe dissolution we'll have to wait until another campaign to see but i was i was following it was like that before campaign surge like before the because i was i was following it before the campaign amateur statisticians over here at canadian podcast yeah this is me (laughs) watching internet the internet trends but he jugmeet singh was like the internet he was the cool young internet like politician and he's he's playing uh, among us with aoc and shit like Doing all the coolest TikTok dances. Oh my God, those were cute. The, that the, was cute. The Among Us, I like. That, that was cute. That was cute. They that, were that was so cute. bad at lying. It was hilarious. Well, they're, poli- they're, poli- they're politicians. That's actually kind of funny because they're politicians. But was, I thought that was fun. Yeah. It was cute, and that, that's just the. I think that's cute being them being human. But like, it was... I didn't think it was them being like overly. It's because I watched. They did it twice, I think. But I watched them, and I didn't think it was being the over like overly like. Hey, fellow kids. No, it wasn't game. like a Hillary Clinton like, thing. I watched them. Their all. It they was being, more authentic. They weren't being cringy about it. They were just like having a time and then kind of inserting at the right moments when it was like kind of planned to political stuff a little Pun in, like, here's, like here's my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like plugging certain things that they were doing at the time. But I really thought that that was 
it was it was a genuine moment. Like I thought that was really cute. It was more human than like it obviously had its little points on Android, yeah. like you know, little pieces of metal. I just didn't feel like there, it but... just didn't feel like fake or like bullshitty. As right? fake, it didn't feel as fake. Like they were they, they were really trying to just play the game. For that's the most cool. Part. Well, that's cool. And, like I watched bits of it, <laughs> which and was fun. I watched bits of it and I thought it was cool too because again, it wasn't like. I would actually just laugh to kind of try to watch Hillary Clinton try to get through that shit. Because <laughs> that would just... I don't know. Because, again, I would just... how she. Had, but, yeah, I agree with you. They were a little bit more real in there, too. And I I get that. Like, the thing... I'm not saying that I think he's a bad guy. I just think he's a bad, he's not a good politician. Fair enough. That's more my point with the drug mean. But moving on from there, going into the how Pierre's doing it, though. So he's like... He is... Conservative Reddit, still conservative Reddit. Pierre F. Polyev is doing YouTube. He has his own YouTube channel. Yeah. It's like 300k subscriber at least, or something like that. So not a small amount. And it's, it's so, I don't know. His movies are his videos are interesting because they're half part. Some of them I feel like he's just random him random rantings, and he has his edit team put in music, dramatic music. Then other ones are a bit more planned, like the grocery store one where he put on flannel as the commoners do <laughs> to go to the grocery store. <laughs> To examine just inflation. And he... Well, he did that... And he did the bit where I showed you where he throws stuff up in the air. And I was like, what if he doesn't catch that egg? Like, and yeah. if it balls and breaks in his hand. Like, it's a shit show. They don't like, show him. They don't I want to see that. him catch those things. I would have believed him more if they hadn't edited it. But he obviously... The whole gimmick is that it goes up in the air. And the price is up by this much. And it's all 8% or roughly around there. Plus or minus. Point is, it's a thing happening. And it's... I guess here's what I think is funny about it, though. Because it's like everyone... Okay, so here's, like, all the... I just want to comment on it, because I, I know shit about the economy, but I do want to comment that, like, I think a lot of other countries are having inflation. So it can't just be, like, to criticize Pierre Polyev. It can't mm. just be, like, pointing... Like, don't get me wrong. Justin Trudeau's done shit that's not good for it, like, printing out a fuck ton of money and spending just a fuck ton of money here and there. And again, relief package, that needed to happen. But it's other wasteful, dumb shit, too, which, again, I can comment on later. Point is, though, that it's not one or two of these things that Pierre Polyev is pointing out, it's like, it's happening in other parts of the world, too. So, it's like a complex geopolitical issue, and it's we're just not the only country it's where it's happening in rapidly. Well, the thing is that we live here, so we're mostly probably just caring about our own stuff. Exactly. I do, I do see some posts about um, some of the inflation in the States. I mean, most of it's just regarding food prices, like, um, certain subreddits have have like they'll show like this is how much I got from this store for this much money. Mm-hmm. That's been the trend lately because there's inflation going on there as well. Yeah. But the states like food prices have always been lower than ours too. Like in their dollars worth differently than ours and so it's a little bit different. But um the most like that's what like we were seeing our inflation like news about our inflation because we live here. Mm-hmm. Um and I've only seen very slight personal posts on reddit about inflation in the united states but i know it's happening there it's just like i'm not seeing that news because Mm. i'm like generally i have like i can look up u.s news if i want but i basically curated my algorithms to only show canadian news for the most part Mm. especially local news because i want to talk about it on this podcast so no i get that and i've again i've seen a bit of stuff from the u.s and then from general again some, some general stuff it's like yeah it's just happening in other countries too a little bit but I, I'm not saying it's like happening the world over, right? But because it's a lot of things, like the war in Ukraine is causing a bunch of shit. No, there's yeah, echoes it, from COVID. I think it is happening everywhere. It's like echo. There's echoes from COVID because right now, because the yeah. whole thing was like, and we kind of always knew this, is that 
when we were always saying that while COVID is happening and the economy is already taking hits then, we can't really damage, assess the damage of it until COVID's dealt with because that's what keeps fucking the economy. Now we have to be like, how much damage is done? Where are the plugs happening? And that's all happening right now with the supply chain shit as well. Like, there's just so many things happening that you mm-hmm. can't really point your finger at it, right? And I'm not yeah. saying, like... Yeah, so I'm not saying that, like, obviously, Pierre Polyev, he's not going to fucking absolutely fix everything in this thing, too. Of but not. Obviously not with his with his simple no plan, one, his no five-step five, five plan to lowering yeah. things. If Some of it will be is, luck. If someone else is voted into, no matter from what party is voted in to replace Trudeau... It's funny that you think um, it like, would be anything gonna, other than conservative gonna or Nothing's going to change, liberal. especially not going to change overnight. Like, <laughs> Of course not, but I think it's funny you're saying it. You're saying it so politely as if it would be anything other than a conservative or liberal. Like, you're so polite to the NDP. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> like, and, and, and obviously, unless Trudeau, like, it, Trudeau probably won't step down as a leader of the liberals until he is voted out, right? Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so He's too safe. Until that happens, he'll just keep being our prime minister until the conservatives, I guess, get a good enough one to sway the vote. That's the, well, something, this is actually... Which something. hasn't happened since Stephen Harper... This is actually, well, this is something that actually was said on a different podcast I listened to that was uh, Left Turn Canada, and I, I'm not the biggest fan of that. So, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of this podcast, and for reasons I'll get into, mm-hmm. but the, but they basically had a, they had a comment though saying that they had, uh, that Canadians typically don't vote in prime ministers, they vote out prime ministers. Mm-hmm. which i think yeah. is fair which no, is kind of like yeah. when people get fed up because i think and i kind of they didn't say this and as where i'll say is a lot of canadians are just kind of passive and like if they're just not upsetting upsetting the main flow right mm. things are kind of getting upset now so i think like it might i don't know maybe trudeau will pull through it maybe not i <laughs> less likely we'll though here's why and here's again why i'm talking about um pure poly pocket is because i think he's running he's running a significantly better campaign than aaron o'toole yeah, especially when you go to his like again his but YouTube. But did he win? No, he did. No, he did. Oh, I had to Google. I had to Google that and find out. Find out. So, like, is he still campaigning for the leadership? Well, he is, but like, obviously, like, so Patrick Brown had stepped down because of more like Me Too allegations or some shit, <laughs> and oh. his other, I think, I mean, John. I haven't been following. John Jean, Jean Jean is a cartoon. It's. I think it's. It's just like. It's like. It's likely going to be him. It's there might not you know what like maybe maybe he'll get eaten by a shark while like well, being struck by is, lightning. Is unless there's another snap election before this, because of the last snap election, we're not going to have another election until 2026. Yeah, right. I think I'm right about those numbers. I'm sorry if I'm a little bit off there. I think that's the that's the year that, unless because it's a split vote again. He doesn't get majority because he wanted the majority. That's why we got. That's why we had that snap election. Yeah, and he didn't. Um, he got. He got one seat less. And he got minority again. So that might happen again in the mm-hmm. next two years. But if it doesn't, then yeah, we have four years to go here. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Or I guess by September it'd be like three. But yeah. Essentially, still. yeah. So that's well, that's a while, right? And it'll depend. Well, that was one of the reasons why he made his like semi half like not real coalition. You know, fingers crossed behind yeah. her back, same with the NDP, so we can just kind of more secure it because, yeah, he's kind of at the point where they could, he could be risk at a, a vote of not confidence. I, I mean, like, who knows? Like, maybe we'll go the full, the full new term that was established as a minority, and then he'll he'll win again next time. But like I like I said last time, because I called it with the snap election. 
uh, minority government in Canada is not likely to last the full term. No, likely not. And, that's... and it won't happen. And I and mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, we're, so we're probably going to have an election again. No, yeah, I, I think probably so. Probably two years instead of four. It'll, they'll, they'll wait a while. We should make a betting ring for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, get my, I'll, get my, I'll get my mega hat ready. Uh, so moving on from there, though. Uh, so I have a thing. There's a Jordan Peterson had a really funny rant that I'll touch on in a second oh, dear here. Oh, God. But it was, okay, so first off, I want to say, so in a CBC segment I watched, I, maybe I'm being too much of an asshole here, very likely (laughs) I'm being too much of an asshole here, but I thought they had some kind of semi, semi naive or retarded solutions for saving money from inflation, which are like, start a garden for all the people that have, like, space aren't living in a city or in a block with concrete around them. Or the other thing is drive to another grocery store, because everyone has cars, like, it's you know, kind of my whole point with this is that the whole thing with inflation is that the poorest get hurt the most with all of it. With these things, those are middle class solutions. Like, and on top of that, even and then, like Jordan Peterson bitching about it. Or what's... No, no, no. That was no. That was a, no. That was me bitching about CBC. That's me being oh. a, that's me being overly cynical about CBC. Just because yeah. I'm like, that's a bit like, come on, mm-hmm. like really, that's like a middle class solution. This is like hitting everybody. <laughs> and again, and again, I'm not trying to. Again, like I'm, I'm fine. Like, there are people hurting more than me, but I'm just. This is kind of my thing where I'm like, ah, come on, you guys can do better than that. Supermarket chains, all three in Canada, they're still making record profits, uh, profits though, despite inflation, so that's good for them. Sobeys, Loblaws, all of them, they're doing good. So, that's good for them. Um, Every every corporation ever is making record, record, record profits. But the poors aren't, so good for the corporations. Yeah. Oh my god, I sound like a communist. I could elaborate, but I am getting tired now. Right. Okay, so we'll watch through this, though. Wait, but the Jordan Peterson thing. <laughs> uh, Jordan Peterson's Madman Ramblings. Okay, so he was on some millionaire make as like millionaire makers podcast mm. or something like that, and he was like, "Last year, I tried to buy a new car, a couple of small boats, which I know was a luxury item, <laughs> a snowmobile, Just a couple of. Them. I wanted to make a vinyl record." And print a double edition of my book. And the record labels couldn't do that. Oh, and wow. it was a 12 month wait on my record. And nobody can buy. I can't buy a snowmobile. <laughs> or a couple of boats. Or a new car. And, blah, blah. and it's like. Really? Re- really man? That's um, that's so sad. Yeah. And I was like so boo fucking who JP. Like what do you think the poor's are dealing with? Like come on dude. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so going on to Mr. Palmolivids, though. Wait. Oh, sorry, what? Oh, sorry. I wanted to add to to uh, JP. I'm sorry, I was worried he, about you passing He out. added to his, um, his, I think he was trolling, I, I did talk to you about this, his trolling about the, oh, like he posted like, um, like a model who was super skinny and mm-hmm. on a fake background and definitely really photoshopped, <laughs> and I pointed this out to you, but like, okay, maybe she's beautiful. And the only thing I want to say about that is the funniest thing was in the the re- the retweet replies, is that because um, I'm not super active on Twitter, so I don't know what it's called. Um, but someone posted like a like a, sc- a screenshotted like um, uh, it was uh, sorry it was like a snippet of probably a group photo, but it, like but they snipped out just his wife and was like, is she beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yeah, so like. What about your wife, dude? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Is, is, is your wife the supermodel, super Photoshop 
huge titty having supermodel <laughs> on a boat or is your like come on man what are you doing nah, man, he's, <laughs> get off the internet <laughs> either way you're insightful but you need a break <laughs> he's, he's he's out of his he's out of his depth he he's, lost he's, his mind dude you know he's a smart he guy and his, he's, he knows his field he knows his field but outside of his field it's murky waters yeah no he lost it so let's go to Oh yeah, sorry. So Mr. Palmolivitz. So again, talk to him. Like again, I love him wearing his flannel while he goes to the grocery store, like one of us, mm-hmm. as we as <laughs> as one does before they go into a grocery store, putting on their flannel and t-shirt. Always, always. summertime. Yes, as, as summertime com- in Canada. As the com- put on your flannel, as, everyone. As the commenters. Oh fucking the summertime too. Actually, yeah, this is like a, this is a fucking recent vid too. So it's like long. Its sleeves were down. It was like yeah, no kind of man. Like uh, you know what I? Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Anyway though, he. But he kind of brings he brings up things where again I'm not trying to like I'm not like I'm not, I'm not like just for like the conservative party but he like I think he made some non terrible points is what I'm trying to say here is like he's talking about how okay well I'm not talking about this but he he's having a thing I don't know how I feel about this but he's like we're tooting up parts of the Russian pipeline for okay so Germans oil pipeline from Russia we're tuning up parts from it even though we sanctioned Russia so he's like. If what? Trudeau, yeah, he's like, so if Trudeau was really serious about his sanctions, then we'd not return these things back. And then, so a thing, and I don't, it's like, I don't agree with that. But what he talked about as a separate thing is like, what we could do instead is that we sell our gas to Germany and then they get off Russians gas, like as a long-term solution for that. Right. Because the problem with Germany is that they axed all their new, nu- like, again, this is Cliff Notes. I don't know what I'm talking about. They axed all their, <laughs> they axed all their new plants because they're worried about the environment. And then, but then they're already buying their war, their all their oil from Russia, which they're also trying to wean off of. But their green energy shit can't keep up, and now they're trying to wean off oil like ASAP. But Russia has like their main thing, and they can also just cut it off to fuck with them if Germany pisses them okay, off too but, much. Um, weird, weird um, sidebar. So Russia hasn't cut off the pipeline, though. No, they haven't. I think we're just tuning. Where I think we're just tuning a part of. Well, they're selling it because Russia's a petro state. They need money. He's he's, yeah. fine. he's he's really waging a war right now. He needs money. Yeah, man. but he could be petty as fuck. He could be petty. Since all the like between all between Russia and China, like they are really the deciding forces of whether or not World War Three will happen. If it does, it's China and Russia. I think that's fair. That's yeah. a, I think that's a fair assessment. So it's interesting. Yeah, because like, like Putin's fucking probably a psychopath, and like did, like you know, it's all resource it's, wars. He could literally just be like, yeah. World War Three now well, instead I, of doing this Ukraine thing. Can I like, tell you my, not giving me any credit. Like this whole thing is awful and shouldn't be happening at all. Well, but. can I tell you my <laughs> conspiracy thing? Is that because there was like a single report, not credited. This is not can't be proven or anything, but it was like a single report was kind of like that Putin might be diagnosed with like some cancer or terminal illness or something. So it's like he just wants to make the history books for all time. Basically, well, because that's what he's talking. <laughs> the about. ultimate attention seeker. Well, in his like in, in his super speech to why he's doing this to save the world from Nazis. Aside from that, is to return Russia to the glory state. Which is like to be fair, like Russia, its economy is like Horrific a cor- communism. Well, well, no, it's it's with it, it lost a shit ton of land with the dissolve of the commun of the Soviet Union. So their economy is like a fourth of the size of what it used to be, basically. Yeah. And the big part of that's Ukraine because it's Europe's breadbasket, essentially. Fucked on a wheat field, man. I don't know. I, like, I really don't know enough about it to, I to know, truly comment, honestly. I know very little about it. And that's I. That's the only. those are the only things I feel comfortable commenting on because I've heard enough people say it to be like, yes, these, sounds like fa- these sound like enough people are saying it that they're facts. They're easily look up facts. 
My, again, I just think that it's okay. So I think that he has, I think that, I think that's not a terrible point though, for like providing, like using our own country's resources. So I was talking about just like, again, uh, I think it's, so what I get kind of get, I think it's interesting is because again, this is like a weird thing where, and I know the country's trying to wean off oils and shit like that. And Trudeau out his carbon tax, which I think is like, I think that right now, while everyone's already hurting for money, it's not the best time to be like, oh, by the way, tax for like how everything has gone. Because even if you don't drive a car, you're influenced by this tax because everything is transported with gas still, like at the grocery store. Because yeah. the businesses always pass it off into the consumer. Like whatever it is, like that's why taxing businesses flat out doesn't always work like that. Because whatever it is, they'll just make the consumer pay. So that's mm-hmm. why it's like a delicate fucking matter. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying I'm like anti this tax either, but that was just, it was kind of done at like kind of a piss, kind of not a great moment. But that aside, I do think it's kind of fucking weird that we have a kind of weird dichotomy where we have like a lot of other countries that'll pump oil and for other things and ship them. And that's like they're fucking up their environment. But then like we're less okay with doing it with our own and we have a shit ton of our own resources. Mm-hmm. And speaking from that, from like, and sorry, this last little part of this rant here, because it's something that like my dad's pointed out to me, which is true after I looked into it with Scandinavian countries. A lot of people like to point at them for like oh, this is like social democracy at its best and all these social programs and shit. What they don't tell you, though, is that those countries are capitalistic as fuck oh, yeah. to the point where, like, yes. because they have zero regulation, they have almost, like, no nature and, like, every no fish in any of their lakes because it's all polluted as fuck from all their shit and they never right. have to update their equipment because it's... And they have all these programs because they make a fuck ton of money. So in our, yeah. and we live in a country where we're, like, we're going to go dig ourselves in some hole or, like, lock... We're going to cement ourselves to trees and build things on roads to prevent these environmental things while this shit's happening in other countries with all these programs, well, that's how you pay for those fucking programs. A big part of a politics is make, making choices between what limited resources you have. And we'll actually going into that one more thing that the, whatever Paul Pete is talking about is fucking uh, making, or uh, at least capping government spending. So like you can't just, you can't spend money for the future money that we'll have. Like you have to, that has to be within the budget or you have to like budget it properly before you can just spend money, which I think wouldn't be a terrible thing to have in the government. But again, who says, who knows if they'll actually fucking do it. But that's my, that's my rant about, sorry, the inflation pun. Because I'm not saying it again. So, next on. My search for Canadian news and politics. You know what I found? Treasure trove gummy bear. There's so little. It's so weird. It's so, so. Podcast we'll start off with. So, the Kellogg's Valley Record. They just cover local news stories. And they're very just local news stories. They're perfect. No. Like what? Like an interview with a Sasquatch researcher. Researcher. Oh, they're po- the off the page podcast. Yeah, yeah. And their interview with someone from Yenna. You are not the alone. <laughs> the local finalists, the provincial qualifiers for Miss Teenage Canada pageant. Whatever. And the July Comox Valley's Why tree. Why are you of- shutting out our competition? <laughs> tree of the year. <laughs> Well, you don't care about the tree of the year gummy bear? We have better, actually, ratings than they do. <laughs> I don't know. Do we, actually? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they have more listeners, I think, because of being, like, more established. They're very local and stories. And being able to advertise, self-advertise in their, mm-hmm. on their website and everything. Mm-hmm. And in the newspaper. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting. But because of that, they have more ratings, which makes their... which But, like, some of the ratings are worse than ours. So they're overall rating 
is worse than ours. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I wonder if like, but the, like I'm sure it's a fine show. I haven't had time to listen to it. I, I yeah. I'm just, so this was just me. I'm not going to listen to them regularly. This is just my mm-hmm. search for Canadian like news and seeing kind of what's out there and what's up here. Because again, I'm trying to expand. It is things, really right? hyper local, so I give them that. Yeah, and again, so these are all and like. I don't know, these are just, I think these are decent local stories. I cared about the tree of the year. I'm going to nominate one next year. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, that is, uh, and again, these aren't like, these aren't terrible conversations. And again, it's nice. It's like they're 15 minutes and it was kind of like, cool. Like give these, sorry, I was going to say like, you know, just like let, like give these kind of thing. Like, you know, someone that would never ever kind of get any kind of story told and let them do that. Right. I think it's yeah. kind of a cool thing. And it's like, it's like the, uh, the, Fox this new pa- newspaper and they called it off the page. So like, they can do like the like small story mm-hmm. in the newspaper, and then and then they can bring it off the page, yeah. and then like have an in depth kind of interview with whoever like local person they're talking about, which is um you know I think it's a good idea. And I found another funny one that was very short lived <clears throat> but interesting: the Mud Sharks podcast. Oh, is I that just, recent? That was like that started. That was at the start of COVID. I think they only got oh, like fourteen okay. episodes, and they stopped it. But and I only listened to one. Oh, the Mud Sharks made a podcast themselves. Mud Sharks made a podcast. Daryl made a podcast. Wow! And he, and he was like interviewing random people. But huh. I only listened to one, and it's, I think some of the people were regulars in Mud Sharks too, right? I've it would have been the community. Never, yeah. Check it out; it's on Spotify, or, or it's probably on yours too. Whatever it is, I don't if know. If you're not an Apple, fuck you. Oh, hush you! You sound just like Tippy. So yeah. anyway, she's, I don't. She's only, a big influence on me. I'm sorry. The only one I listened to was Matthew because he's the only one I recognize because I interact with him on the regular. He's the tall barista that wears a beanie. Does he's he a very cheerful there? fellow. I don't know because Martine moved it from Martine moved it from the area it was, so now it's like across Matlas. I think I need to go in there and check it out and say hi because I saw him, I saw him on the street and said hi to him. Oh, they're like us. They only have two ratings. But he's uh, yeah. So anyway, though, but they had a so they did the pod. They did that, and it was, it was like it was just fun. They were just talking to his friends, and like I said, I only listened to it because I recognized Matthew, the barista, yeah, with the, the picture of the beanie. It was fun. They had they tried. Yeah, they did fourteen episodes and like whatever they did for the like when the pandemic was happening, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so shout out. He was a really good. I love. I love Matthew, and I know. I I think he's still doing well. So if I cool. if I do recall, so going to bigger than more bigger podcasts or more national podcasts. Uh, the big one uh, for I would actually say this for good independent news is Canada Land. They're very left leaning, but I think they're probably one of the better best independent news sort sites in Canada. Uh, they have a big website presence too, but nothing on YouTube. One. Can I add at the end? Of course you can. To one. No, please do. I, I, please, please do if you knew, you know that. They, uh, yeah, like I said, they give off more like NDP, NDP, NDP vibes. And they actually do, they do some pretty solid criticisms of Trudeau, to be fair. Uh, which mm. I, I just appreciate because that's kind of the okay. thing I hate about most liberals is that nobody will criticize him. Right. <laughs> and... Oh, yeah, sorry. So I'd say I would actually recommend them really well. Left Turn Canada, less so. They're, they seem more like NDP simps, where, again, Canada Land, actually, they're, like, actual established journalists, like, doing a their, like, you know, their actual news site. These guys are just YouTubers, and I, I don't undermine that because I think there's a lot of good information on YouTube. Yeah. But, so Left Turn Canada is done by, oh, shit, I, oh, fuck it, I didn't write the names down. I don't care either way. One dude's a political YouTube commentator, commentator who mostly focuses on the United States, which is going to be a common theme actually. With you get to, when you get to the bigger Canadian, but he's a Canadian people. person who focuses on the United States. Yes, and he talks. Okay. I think he has like a couple. I I actually don't even think I saw any Canadian videos because I didn't watch any because I was like, no, unless it's a Canadian yeah, content. Fair. But yeah, so he focuses like mostly on the U.S., but he's a Canadian guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other one runs a gaming channel, 
And so they do a podcast where, again, they just kind of come off, and again, not to be a dick, they just kind of come off as, like, sims for the NDP and everything that's, like, all that. Uh, again, criticize Trudeau, but again, it just comes off very, like, they're just two YouTubers talking shit, because it's not really either of their focus for their actual careers. Uh, but either way, I don't know, maybe the Canadian, maybe the Canada guy is more, he knows more of what's up than me, probably. True North, they're cons- very conservative news thing. They have, like, their podcast, YouTube, and website, although mostly focused on the YouTube. I think the main person running the show or running the show is Candace Malcolm, who I think I see the most of, but they have a lot of other reporters that go places and shit. But I want to do a call out here because fucking Andrew Lawton. So Andrew Lawton is, he also runs regular shows and this really annoys me because he's just like your typical like libertarian guy. And he kind of has like a bit of a sense of humor and jokes around. He seems like a cheerful fellow, but he's not, really like crazy i would say doesn't say crazy shit but he opens a show like the andrew lawton show with canada's most irreverent talk show every time and it is not it is not irreverent it is like pg man it is toy story friendly like it is not so i would just like to take that as a personal challenge from andrew lawton and i'd like to current next now say the following slurs and fucking chos okay so we we understand what the fuck that we are now the most irreverent show in all of canada andrew laden your move okay and no honestly they seem like they seem like they did a good job too if you're more into conservative news i'd say check out true north true north sorry going there but i was just saying that uh they so they're not terrible either i think they kind of touch on things but obviously that Canadian YouTube is, like, just desolate, though. Most famous Canadian commentators are mostly focused on U.S. politics. There's J.J. McCullough, which he does, like, a fifth Canadian shit happening, but he mostly does cultural commentary, which is still very excellent. I'd highly recommend him probably the most out of everybody because he's also probably the most rational person. He's a regular writer for the Vancouver Sun. He has a really good sense of humor, but he's really just... He he has very, very well-thought-out videos. One I discovered is fucking amazing. A dose of Buckley. He just is like talks shit about everyone and everything. I lo- he's fucking hilarious. And he, again, mostly rants on US shit, but also Canada shit. He's a Canadian guy. Fucking hilarious. Check him out. Oh, the dude that runs the Left Run podcast. His name was Cristo Alvarez. And I only bring it up because whenever I was Googling like top 10 Canadian commentators, he kept coming up. And when he Googles videos, it's all like US shit. So he's a Canadian who just does that. Oh, more Canadian, sorry, YouTubers, though, as the whole thing. Loris, Lauren Southern <laughs> and Lauren Chen. Because apparently all like, conservatives are Lauren. I'm sorry, is, every time you're going to mention someone else, you're going to go, oh, and then point at me aggressively <laughs> while you're mentioning I don't know. That, well, I think it's because you, right you introduced me to... You introduced like you're me, making me uncomfortable. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that, but you introduced me to Lauren Southern. That's why I bring that up. Lauren Chen I found on my own. Not a big fan of her, but again, both conservative... Yeah, I still don't agree with a lot of things that she says. Yeah, but... me too. But both conservative ladies, YouTube brands, check it out if you're into that. Uh, oh yeah, then there's Rational National, who's this dude that, again, I was making fun of him earlier for being one of the people that was like, Joe Rogan doesn't know what he's talking about with Canada. Like, of course he doesn't. He's American comedian. He doesn't give a shit. Like, why are you freaking out about this? So he has good takes. Like, the CBC thing was a good take on that too, but he is kind of, he has some like kind of bad takes too and shit so if you're into that kind of thing again the biggest problem is that whenever i googled for canadian news it was always just like top things cbc ctv and global always the same things yeah always the same things and they're just slightly better than all these random youtubers and shit i listed off so they're all just as good despite the one gets money from the government 
Conclusion. There does not seem to be many well-known Canadian pundits that focus on Canada. Which is like, whatever, I get it. I completely understand that because the U.S. is like 10 times our fucking population. And again, nothing that happened in Canada matters. Probably not 10 times. I don't know the math. I'll figure it out later. Point is, no one cares about what happens to Canada. So well, that's I fine. I didn't get to say my thing. Oh, say your thing. Say your thing. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Tell your thing. I'm so sorry. One podcast, Canadian podcast, is my favorite. And that I mentioned before, but I would like to give a renewed shout out is the nighttime podcast with Jordan Bonaparte, um, located out of Nova Scotia. Um, he does a lot of like true crime stuff. He does really cool interviews with people that you wouldn't expect. Um, and he's really good at it. Um, one thing that I've liked from him recently in the last few years is he does a weekly update with different people about the Nova Scotia mass, like murder shooting thing that happened with the guy who like like he burned down a bunch of people's houses and like killed a bunch of people and there's a lot of stuff from the rcmp that was lies and like he does a weekly update actually because it's just like this ongoing fucking crazy thing and i just wanted to give him a shout out and that's all <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gummy. It's, it's getting to, it's really almost, like like look, everybody. It's almost three o'clock in the morning right now. I know. Um, we're almost at three hours of recording over probably a five hour period, and yeah, no, my patience is a little bit waning because it's hot. I know, and we can't have the fan going, so I do need a break soon. I know. I'm sorry. You're doing finish your conclusion. We need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Sorry. One last thing I want to say. I don't know. If it's, I don't think it's a Canadian podcast, but just a great one I've been loving lately is History of Food. Is dude just kind of goes through like from the start of like human civilization or cooking and making bread and that kind of shit, beer. It's very interesting stuff. So I'm going through that series. My point though is that with all conservatives talking about like defunding the CBC and all that kind of stuff, I do feel kind of weird about that because like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of them either, but that would leave like, I think that would leave a big gap in Canadian news because there isn't like, we don't have a huge independent, independent news situation happening in canada like it's there but it's not super common there's newspapers there's written media no the only few that exist i think are um actually really shady yeah and that's kind of the <laughs> Unfortunately. thing Unfortunately, and that's kind of where so i like, have a bad reputation for a reason on purpose so it's kind of the thing where i'm like i'm almost like again i'm not the biggest fan of the cbc but i'm almost like <laughs> i don't almost think i'm like not defund them anymore just because they're yeah. It's not a matter of like we just like the U like the US would be fine if they got rid of their I know they talk about if they got rid of their MSN MSNBC and all them too they have a fucking huge network of news shit so like they would be fine but Canada doesn't act just Canada doesn't have that because we're our shit's boring it can be funny but it, it's fucking boring a lot of it's just boring like basic boring can be good though. it's basic boring bitch political political corruption of just like moving money around and wasting drinking money on G seven flights yeah. Trudeau. So anyway, Getting though, bad haircuts. yeah. Oh God, why do people care? Anyway, moving on. Yeah, that was my only point. I really just wanted to say that, or it's like, yeah. So I'll try to tackle okay. print media next. Break time. Smoke break. break. Time. Sorry, it's so late. So. Save the priest from captivity, only to send him to the false altar of a different dark god who caged him, then gave me a rusty mace to beat him to death with, only to be revive him by that same dark god and beat him to death again until he, re until he renounced his faith for his current god. Then he freed him and I killed him. 
Also, I took an assassination contract from a child to kill a mean old lady at an orphanage. The fuck? And that's how I spent my summer in Skyrim. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Captain's Kitchen, lightning round. It's like, okay, I'm only pretending to be listening, so it's okay. Sorry, this is the latest Harsh. one. It's almost 3 o'clock in the morning. It's three. It's officially 3 o'clock in the morning right now. Champion. And this is the latest we've ever had to like keep going with recording, but this also might be the one of the, our longest episodes um, because we had a lot to cover, and that's because it's been a while since we had like a real serious episode, and... It was necessary, but I am exhausted. We did a dark night. Let's finish up. Are we doing Captain's Kitchen now? Yep, really quick dark Captain's Kitchen. Don't worry, speed around. This is efficiency because I've been practicing these fights. Yes. So we're doing a dark night, okay? (laughs) So we got 13 minutes before the bomb explodes and we all die. Oh, God. So, cake. I got this from Sally's Baking Recipes and I fucked with it a bit. So that's the OG (laughs) source. So, this is Rainbow Sprinkle Cake, and to be fair, I've only practiced this recipe twice, and I'll probably have to post it and edit here as I practice once more with actual different ingredients. There's always room for improvement, alright? Yes, and this will be a quick post and edit here, as a heads (laughs) up here. But let's start with the original recipe here, and I'll talk about how the fuckery with it in a second. So, assemble your ingredients. You will need three and three quarters cups of sifted all-purpose flour, leveled from a cup, not like floppy mountains. Starting from the top, fucking ingredients to the cake. Oh, I guess the bomb's gonna die now. We're all gonna die. Fuck, with our lost time. <laughs> oh man, there's gonna be a time correlation now too. Is what we just just said. keep just go. I know. Okay. Ingredients for the cake: three and three quarters cups of sifted all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of baking powder, one teaspoon of salt, one and a half cup of unsalted butter, one and three quarter cup of granulated sugar, the white stuff. Four large eggs, room temp, two egg whites, whipped to soft peaks, but, like, do that later. I'll explain why. Three teaspoons of vanilla extract, one and a half cups of buttermilk, room temperature. Sorry, one, yeah, one and a half cups of buttermilk, room temperature, and three quarters cup of rainbow sprinkles. Now, I'm going to quickly go through the modifiers for this recipe as a quick thing for fucking around with this shit. So, first thing. The experiment I have yet to do, and I will have to edit in here, is cake flour. Because that will make it the fluffiest, best cake it can possibly be. Cake flour makes this recipe ten million hundred times better. If you can't get cake flour, but you have cornstarch... You can sub out in your flour by mm-hmm. doing two ta- to remove two from every one single cup of flour, remove two tablespoons of flour, put in two tablespoons of cornstarch, and whisk it super fucking well or mm-hmm. sift it completely. That will not make ideal cake flour and fries will still be a little bit dense, but it'll be significantly better than just all purpose flour. Gummy mm-hmm. Bear, you had my cake and you tested that. Kind of. How heavy the first cake was with all-purpose flour. Yeah, it was a lot heavier than the second one. Mm-hmm. As for the butter, because unsalted butter is ten times the price of regular butter for some gangster-like reason. Just use margarine. <laughs> no, do salt. You can do salted butter because margarine's canola oil. And it's <laughs> like sorry, weird but, baking um, things. Fine, fine. If you want to sell about margarine, try. Margarine I, general is expensive. I don't know if margarine, margarine will work. Margarine generally works. Um, for most things. Use honestly. at your own it risk. It really does. Probably does. I don't know, though. Point is, 
for that, don't do... Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Fucking Christ. So if you want to... Whatever the fuck you use, <laughs> if you use salt, don't just shell out extra for unsalted. If you want to sub out salted for salted stuff, just do... For every half cup of salted butter, do a single, a quarter teaspoon less of salt. So in this recipe, for example, you have one teaspoon of salt, one and a half cups of unsalted butter. So three cups of salted butter, you only do a quarter teaspoon of salt because you minus three quarters from there. Mm-hmm. And just so it just be like a pinch. Sorry, just in case anybody doesn't understand <laughs> those conversions and shit like that. So trying to help. So that's just for the cake batter. For your icing, you'll need... Okay, sorry, again, i got to say this off the bat. This call for unsalted butter, I call for salted. It's way too sweet if you use unsalted butter. The salt offsets it. I usually just get salted butter, and I don't care about the difference, honestly. I still, I'll still add the same amount of salt. Sometimes... The from... chemistry for that, like, for most recipes, I feel like it doesn't matter. Occasionally, it does matter, but that's so rare that, that like, when it comes to if I'm actually going to buy real butter... I I'm I don't care which one it is. That's fair. And I'm still gonna add whatever salt the recipe recommends, and I'm not gonna change that regardless of whether it's salted or unsalted. If I actually went the extra mile to buy butter for it, yeah, and I don't really feel like it's cha- like the amount of salt they put in salted butter for the most part doesn't change it that much. The chemistry to bake with. That's just my personal like thing, but like hey, like show. Like, tell me if I'm wrong, honestly. I Well, I would test that compared to something I make where I fuck with the salt amount based on that. Because I... Part of the thing, too, is, like, I... For, especially when I'm cooking my job, I try not to experiment with that because I'm cooking large amounts. So it's, like, on my own time. So it's something that I'll definitely try. I'll, like, try. But, yeah, I always... Mm-hmm. um, I, Especially with baking, I always get careful. And the cakes and shit, too, I always get careful with subbing out ingredients because... Chemistry, it's baking, it's chemistry, so there's like reasons why things react and you want to have ratios right. But also, your thing, like, it might be right too. We'll have to do experiments for the frosting, though. So, sorry. Well, because again, sorry, the cake is different than the frosting because the frosting is just like a sauce that you're whipping. The cake is a baked thing, like a bread, sweet bread. Yeah. Frosting, one and a half cups. This is a fuck ton, too, by the way, but one and a half cups of unsalted, of salted butter, six yes. cups of confectioner sugar. One third cup of heavy cream. I just use milk. Three teaspoons of vanilla extract. I did four. And like a pinch of salt. Again, that's a fuck ton. Make half that amount. I'm sure you'd be fine. But that was just the original recipe I got. For the equipment you'll need, you'll need a mixer or mixer with a stand or those electric beater things, which I, which I don't remember what they're called. Electric hand mixer. That's it. That's it. Uh- Good enough. <laughs> Scraper spatula, measuring cup set with measuring spoons, butter knife, wide knife for icing, spreading icing, or like one of those big ones or just a fat knife. A couple metal bowls, two smaller bowls, a hand crank beater or whisk, or again, your electric one, and two to three nine-inch cake pans. Now that you've assembled everything, pause the podcast and then get ready for the stuff you do. <laughs> for the cock. I mean, sorry, cake. <laughs> Whoa, what? I was over announcing the A and being like, the cock. So for the cock, <laughs> when you're baking the cock, when you're baking the cake. The cock The cock Oh, cock that's better, actually. <laughs> when you're baking the cock you first preheat the oven to 350 if you're not worried about energy wasting. Otherwise, just wait for a little bit before you do that. Grease and butter your 9-inch cake pads. 
either use pan spray or just like rub butter or margarine and shit in the sides. Be thorough. Whisk or sift all of your flour together and your other dry ingredients all together in one of your bowls. Set that aside. Cream your butter and sugar for the cake into a bowl. Make sure to scrape the sides. Cream it thoroughly for like three to five minutes of beating them together to make sure they're thoroughly creamed together. That's a big thing is a lot of people don't cream enough. Medium speed. Add the eggs in one at a time after this, not the egg whites. Keep those separate. Add in your vanilla extract. Add your, now add your dry ingredients with the buttermilk to the butter sugar batter, but alternate. Go like dry, buttermilk, dry, buttermilk. So it's like the dry is gumming it up and then you lube it with the buttermilk. And you just go back and forth like that until it's fully incorporated. After that, you whisk your egg whites to a soft peak. And if you don't whisk them, if you whisk them and then leave them, they'll eventually like reliquify. So that's why you have to do this like right before you fold mm. them in. Weird. Yeah, so with your beaters, whisk them to soft peaks. They don't have to be like hard praline style, just like kind of like a little bit creamy. If you don't have an electric beater, but you have a whisk, um, all of these things can be achieved um, with just like quickly whipping it with a whisk um, instead of a beater. Like you basically just have to like be able to move your arm fast enough to like half simulate a beater. Use your strong hands. Um, And... And and you and you will be able to do this without that piece of equipment. Just just so everyone knows. That's a good. That's a good side point, yeah. Gummy Bear. It's just that the uh, I like I didn't again. I doing it by hand sucks. Like it really fucks your wrist. It, it does, but you it, it it is doable. It is doable. Yes. If you if you don't have time, like yeah, you know. So I don't think I don't need to buy a mixer. Yeah, right now. I don't you think can you do can it. pull off with a fork though. You like need it's a whisk at the minimum. It's not very easy. It's not very. You could do it with a fork, but it'd be a little bit harder. <laughs> even harder than with a whisk. Um. But yeah. Uh, okay. It is is doable without a electric beater okay fair but either, yeah more work okay either <laughs> way though no it's okay though thank you for the clarification get your batter into one of your rental bowls just reuse the one that you had the flour in fold in your egg whites with spatula so that's the method where you scrape from the side and kind of lift it over and just gently do that until it's fully incorporated <laughs> It's a gentle technique. It's very gentle, gently. Fold in the cheese. What? (laughs) And then after that, you have to fold the sprinkles into the batter. Oh, I want to make a comment about that too. The recipe called for three quarter cup. I thought that was way too fucking much. They clumped way too much. Like do a half cup. You're fine. Of what? Of sprinkles in the cake for the rainbow sprinkles in the cake. Yeah, Yeah, three quarters of fuck ton. Half is more than enough. Like, it's perfect because, again, they clumped together with three quarters. It was way too fucking much. Yeah, sprinkles, measure that shit with your heart, actually. Like, just how many sprinkles do you think are necessary? Don't do more than three quarters. Three do, quarters is already way qu- too much. Do a quarter at a time and see how much you want I thought sprinkles. Ha- I thought half spr- was fine. But, yeah, half is probably fine, but, like, maybe you want even less than that, right? Yeah, these won't affect the bake of it. They'll just affect that's how often you find sprinkles. That's the thing with some recipes where it's just like, okay, but that's not, like, like chocolate chips, too, and a chocolate chip recipe. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you measure you measure how much you really feel like. If you're making a basic cookie recipe, mm-hmm. all the additives are additives after, at the very end. Um, if you're doing nuts and chocolate chips, or just chocolate chips, etc., etc., mm-hmm. then you can put in more or less than the recipe said. Yeah. It's I'll, really up to you. I always do that with, like, yeah. I always do that with those things. In baking, yeah, when you're adding your solids that aren't part of the chemistry, yes, you can kind of, yeah. you can follow your heart. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. Actually, I like your I like how you're, how you're phrasing that too. Though, so <laughs> I'm gonna you. I'm gonna co-op that and steal it, and make sure it's <laughs> make money and give you royalties. <laughs> so after you fold your so fold your sprinkles into your batter, 
uh, get your, divide your cake into your pans. And again, I would say like, you could probably even do it in two cake pans if you want like fatter boy cakes. But if you want to do more layers or have like an extra one, do pour it and divide it into three. Spread it out as evenly as you can. Bake it for 25 minutes or until it's baked thoroughly. And note, if you're baking multiple ones in an oven, if they're layered, don't do that because they won't bake fully thoroughly. You got to have like a clear, unless you're doing convection oven, you have to have like a clear line between your lower element and your that because I fucked these up and I totally overbaked one because like two of them undercooked so I had to do a bullshit thing and mm. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, remove your cake from your, like let your cake, after you remove your cake from the oven and it's fully cooked, um, it's kind of a weird thing where you want to measure it when it's still like a little bit warm, like room temperature, but you don't want to, but you don't want to do it when it's like fresh warm out of the oven because it'll fall apart because it's like so warm and fragile there. For your frosting, beat your butter two minutes, medium. Add your other ingredients on low. Otherwise your like fucking white confectioner sugar will go everywhere like Scarface and cocaine and doesn't go well. So you have to mix it on slow until it's incorporated. Speed it up. For like a few minutes, add your shit. Was there milk in that recipe? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Add your milk. I can't believe I forgot to write that down. It's okay. Add your so yeah. Sorry. You add your add your add your sugar. Then add your milk and your vanilla extract. But then do it on slow until it's incorporated. Then whip it. Whip it until it's like whip super. It real good. Whip it real good. You diva that shit. <laughs> and until you again have that just be firm. It'll kind of it should expand a little bit from the whipping and the again the mixing of that too. And then just get that to the consistency you want, though. Obviously, the more thicker you whip it, then it'll be kind of more thinner spread and shit like that. Uh, stack your cakes when they're cold. Do a layer in between. Put it on the outside. We'll talk about cake balls a different time in the future. But, yeah, that's how you make vanilla cake. And then just, like, oh, when you're stacking the cakes, too, trim the tops off. Icing in between. Mm-hmm. Stack it. Trim the top off. Icing between. All the crust parts that you don't want, cut those off, like with a serrated knife, is the best I recommend. And save those for cake balls, which we'll talk about on a totally different day. But, yeah, and then you just, like, ice your cake, toss sprinkles on that, and you're done. You got a rainbow fucking cake. And I know that one, that one's more, that one's less of a, that's more like of a medium level recipe, I'd say, because of the whole folding and shit like that, and the egg whites. But it's really good, and if you do want to skip Betty Crocker... That's a recipe you can use. That's like a general sprinkle birthday cake. But no shame cake. if you're using Betty Crocker, all right? No shame if you're using Betty Crocker. But I think it's funny, though, because we talked about, like, on the podcast before, like, birthday cake is kind of a weird concept as a flavor because you're like, it's a very Americanized thing, right? So that's why I was like... Maybe. The sprinkle Sorry, thing. um, I... We're I, done. I know we're done. Yeah, I'm... I'm I know. My gelatin is uh, literally puddling on the floor. And that wasn't a ramble. window and cool down the window. Yep. Um, you know, honestly, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening, and we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for sticking um, through us. With I think it, this sticking with us of, through it, even even though it's uh, one of the longest, it has been one of my personal favorites so far. Mm. It, even though we haven't gone through the editing process, I enjoyed the whole recording process, and I think we've done a really great job. And just like, yeah, appreciate you listening, and woo woo. <laughs> I fucking love podcasting it. is hard work, so don't don't do not start this with uh if you want if you're thinking about it do not start this with like light light stuff in mind it it will not work out that way. <laughs> I I fucking love doing this. this Especially is really in the fun. summer, I'm melting. I'm literally melting into a puddle. The heat is making me more frustrated than the fact that it's late right now. <laughs> Just like to be real candid here at the end. <laughs> 
I understand. Um, and I wasn't trying to tell for tangent with the birthday cake thing. It was just a realization I had and the thing. You know what I mean? With like the, the window needs to be opened. I so. know. Good night, everybody. Thank you for stopping by and listening to us. Yes. We'll get out with an update soon. Oh, it was a quick thing I guess to say. Sorry, at the end of the podcast. Because July was crazy and we did a shit ton of podcasting this month, we will be taking August off. We'll have something later in the month as our typical Canadian Pyrocast. Mm-hmm. A bunch of some other shit, but need a few weeks off. I've been editing yes. all month. I've been editing three weeks out of a month. I need a fucking break from this heat. So yeah, it's going to get hotter. So like we need a break. It's so yeah, happen. so there will be, so uh, be patient, but yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll be back by the end of August. Thank you again for anyone that's been again, long time listener or a new listener. We appreciate all of you. And uh, yeah, reach and out if you're interested break, in anything. And during our break, if you see any news stories that you want covered local or not, uh, send them our way. Ask about it. Take care, everybody. Good night. In a couple of fights, you were nearly blinded. Yelling out the way it won't do much good. Thanks again to anyone who listened to our podcast. We appreciate your attention. Please reach out to us on our Canadian Piratecast email, Facebook, and Instagram pages. Like, sub, share. You know the drill. We love it when people reach out with comments or feedback. We also have personal social media accounts. If you want another meaningless Facebook friend or a silly Instagram account, follow. Be good to yourself. And take care of each other. Bye. Bye.